right, ladies and gentlemen. The debate of the week here for the first time here with the Bloodline of Podcasts. And I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. The host team is one I've been seeing with my other hosts right here. We them ones, baby. We them ones up. Get them ones Most up. Definitely. That's right. I am here, of course, with my with my other <laughs> familia right here, of course, Mr. DeLorean himself. Mike De Niro's what here. Up? That's right. And of course, the banger of podcasting. The banger of podcasting. I, I gotta play it for you every time. Banger after banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. They're bigger. They're bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Rich Holland's chest was getting beat up by Pete Dunn the whole time. <laughs> Man. <laughs> What's up, my brother? What's Hell yeah. Back in action again. And of real course. Real TK. The real TK. That's right. And best for last, our tribal chief of podcasting. What <laughs> them ones up. Acknowledge me. You have to acknowledge okay. this, man. There you oh, go. Get the, get them ones up. What up, oh, Nick? Shout out to Universal Wrestling Podcast. This episode yes, is brought to you by the UW Pod. So <laughs> UW Pod. That is right. You heard what it up, right, Ivan? Nick. Professor, always thank you for the invite, man. Always enjoy your hospitality. You already know, man. We're family here, man. But this is a topic that I think all of us in our perspective podcast have not really touched on base as much fully because we were waiting to see what's been going on, what's had, you know, Waiting as the story develops, as we all know, he is back, ladies and gentlemen. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And I'm pretty sure the whole world was. Fuck! 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 I'm pretty sure all of us was feeling that way. But this man is back. And he found a way to get his ass back in WWE. But the story will be told that now that we hear the potential buy. Vince McMahon is, the reason he's coming back on, of course, is he wants to lead for the company to be put up for sale. And as of today, as we learned earlier today, the JP Morgan has been hired to facilitate the sale. There's a lot of potential buyers. We'll get into the buyers of who we feel maybe could be fit of purchasing WWE, but I want to get everybody here round table thoughts of the return of Vince McMahon and, you know, the future of WWE and, you know, if, who will buy it. But first, let's get into Vince's returning round table here. I'll take it to you, De Niro. Take it away. Well, if you, if you go back to July, right, when it was announced that Vince McMahon stepped down, you remember we, we hopped on here. And we changed the whole top five episode to a whole Vince McMahon discussion. And I was the only one who said, I doubt if this is forever. I don't think that Vince is going to be gone forever. He's a fucking cockroach who's always going to be alive no matter what. He's going to outlive us. And even if he fucking died, he's going to have fucking, you know, some hologram Vince McMahon running this fucking show anyway. So I, I knew that, like, there was going to be probably something down the line where Vince McMahon tries to weasel himself back in. And here we are. He's back and I mean, shit, like, don't want to say I told you so, but motherfucker, I told you so. Like, God. Yeah, it's just saying. <laughs> fucking, fucking guy, man. Like, I swear. And that's why, like, I'm, I'm not surprised by the fact that he's back. I'm not surprised by the fact that he wants to sell because 
if the last thing this man does in the WWE is make billions of dollars off the WWE and then goes off into the sunset, like that's exactly what I think his plan is. And then the future for WWE, I guess we're going to talk about that. But as of like right now, him just being back, they say it's not going to, you know, change anything that's going on the product with like the creative and all that. But knowing Vince McMahon being the micromanager and fucking, you know, trying to get his hands in everything, I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of weeks we hear he's already influencing creative and trying to like change the show, ripping up scripts and all that other shit. So I'm just, you know, you, you know, we had the whole Triple H run where it's going up, you know, the fucking roller coaster. This is the fucking downfall right now. So. I don't know. I don't know. What a way to start off the fucking year. Right? And what a way to start off 2023, man. We had so much fantastic things that happened this week overall in professional wrestling besides WWE. You had New Japan. Uh, I wouldn't say much for AEW this week. But this is a major story. But, yeah, man, you're right. What a way to start it off. What's going on, Jordan? What's going on? TK. Break it down, brother. I want to hear your your takes on this. Yeah, so it broke midday Thursday that Vince was coming back, and it was like, how the fuck is Vince going to come back? No one wants him to come back. But it wasn't just Vince is coming back. It's Vince is coming back with two board members, which means he's coming back with three total board members, which means three board members are being replaced because Vince owns 80, 88% of whatever the fuck he wants to do with that company. So Vince comes back and eliminates three board members right away, and then the two board members – one in particular, um, Vit Singh, who are going after Vince, who are investigating Vince McMahon, just happened to step down. Okay, so five total board members are gone. Vince and two board members are there seemingly, and I, I, I couldn't find it on my phone right quick, but it doesn't really matter. There's either three or four board members left outside of the three who Vince, Vince and himself, the three that he brought back in. You know who those three are? Trips, Steph, Nick Khan, he couldn't get rid of them. Steph is his daughter. She's the woman. She's running shit. Nick Khan, you know, kind of like has got Vince's balls in a grip because I firmly think Nick Khan or Stephanie are the ones who went after Vince in the first place, and that's why we're here. And then you got Triple H. You get rid of Triple H in that spot, panda motherfucking monium. And while Vince doesn't care about the IWC or fucking the wrestling community, if you pull Triple H from that spot, we instantly know that he's no longer running creative. And when Triple H first took over about nine months ago, I said, well, I'm going to give Triple H a full year to let's see what he's got. First three to four months, hot, hot, hot booking. Three-hour Raws, I felt like, give me two hours more. Returns, awesome. SmackDown's awesome. PLD's awesome. They've still been good. They haven't been as great. They've still been good. You can't sustain a fresh takeover. We understand. I was excited, and I know others were excited because Vince was gone, and we knew Triple H was doing his thing. Just recently, we even just got – Jonah, you know, Bronson Reed, but Jonah had just beaten Okada. So, like, we get we are continuing to get these returns, and I don't know if these returns are so great when it's all said and done. What's up, Dylan? But we're getting these returns, we're still trying to get fresh things. If anything, at the end of the day, what Triple H is doing is adding depth to the roster, depth to the women's division, depth to the tag division, depth just to the roster overall. Vince coming back. After everything I just said, you were going to be here a shock. I don't care. It's fine. If he comes back and solely, solely is there to facilitate the sale of the company, I'm fine with it. That man 
revolutionized wrestling. That man changed wrestling. Wrestling. That guy monopolized wrestling. That guy was almost put out of business multiple times, came back and said, I'm the fucking man. He doesn't sleep 1 to 3 a.m., two hours of sleep a day. It's his company, his blood, his sweat, his tears. So at the end of the day, if he wants to come back and sell his company, come and sell it. But if I hear... I know, fuck the dirt cheese, but if I hear he's backstage grumbling, rumbling, tumbling, getting Triple H the fucking out of here, hustling and bustling his ass out of here, I'm going to be pissed, dude. It's going to make me not want to watch the company, all right? It's going to really, really bother me. But the fact that he just wants to come back and he's back, facilitate the sale and get out of here. Small dick energy, Tony Khan. And his, <laughs> I wonder why wrestlers are being nice to me 24 hours. Yo, bro, that was the most small dick tweet I've ever seen in my life. That took my respect level from Tony Khan, like, it diminished it nastily, and I'm a huge A-Dub and Tony Khan fan, but that was stupid. Fuck He's off. He's a troll. He's Yo, a troll. Vince, sell your company. You want to sell it? It's yours. You did it. You did it. Sell it. No problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> My tribal chief, take it away. Well done. My Chicago brethren right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I'm going to look at this from more of the business perspective. I come from that world, too. So I clearly see this is a business move. Not It's not going to interfere. I don't believe it's going to interfere right now uh, some way on the, the creative management. All right. It's going to stick to where it is, just in the wheelhouse of the board of directors. And I always thought it was going to be the end game for WWE itself. Real talk. Even before this, all this shit happened with this mm-hmm. man. So... Him coming back, I don't give a fuck. Just like TK said, I really don't give a fuck. But I did enjoy the chaos that it caused on Twitter. I got a, I got a joy out of that. I took a week off of Twitter and come back to this. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great. I put a big old smile on my face, man. Look at my, look, I'm smiling. It was just so good, man. Everybody pissed off. Ah, but it's gonna fuck everything up. It's gonna destroy WWE. Oh, I love it, man. So the overreaction for it that caused that 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 wave. I loved it. But, you know, everybody just just relax. Just woo-saw. All right? We're, we're yeah. step one. All right? We're across that bridge if we get there. All right? Because we know how controlling Vince is. But right now, he is where he is. If you let his family take over, manage, cool. But if we, we get to that step, all right, now, we, we see what, okay, what, what he's doing. Medical facility. What happened to hospital? All right? <laughs> <laughs> Pro wrestling. What happened to <laughs> <laughs> like WWE star, what happened to pro wrestler? No more hearing, no hearing wrestling anymore, and all of that shit. We're wrestlers, and no more of that from promos from from Drew. But uh, but we're not there yet. All right, so I'm gonna hold off. I'm I'm just chilling, you know. And if they sell, they sell, and then we're gonna talk about that when we get there about you know the future of WWE. Absolutely. The one thing I didn't wanted to add about this, you know, reading more into the description of detail of the return of Mins, is that he really what he his return wanted creative control, uh, which is yeah, was about to take about Papa H out of the picture, but under the law and under the guidance of FCC, they did not allow that because they said due to the ongoing investigation, even though there's still some there's certain ones that we know about that is closed. But there's other ones that are still investigation uh, under the FCC. So they already allowed, you know, notified Vince. You can't come in. You come in as a board of director. However, you cannot be involved in WWE's ongoing 
daily uh, on a daily basis of what you're doing within the company. So he can't get involved in creative. He wanted to have to take over that gorilla position one more time, but thank God for the FCC that they did not do that. I'm glad they didn't because then <laughs> I guarantee you, everybody, the whole roster of WWE would have been like, "Man, okay, why why did they come back here?" Fuck, I'm like, why? Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out this shit. And so thank God that that's, that protected Papa H, especially that, who is still, you know, creative control. He still has power that. They, of course, they all have meetings, not with the talent, with the employees, uh, but they already advise, hey, it's, everything's okay. Nothing's fine. He's just here to see the ongoing sale. That's all he's doing. He's not going to get involved in creative. Here's the catch, though, that I believe why he did, why he put two people back into the board that he fired himself because you're selling the WWE Network to Peacock. We will help you develop the career you know, on the WWE Network, and we don't like the direction you're going with. So he fired George Barrios and the other lady that I forgot. I don't know who's the other lady's name, but bringing him back because he made him rich, quote on that. Um, and he knows they're going to choose his side, of course, yeah, for him to return, you know, with the, with the, the votes of the board. Yeah. When he gets the votes. Mm-hmm. But that's what conf- Yo, and that's what confused me. And I'm not trying to bring politics into this as I'll never bring politics into anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you bring back three people total, including yourself, you know, and again, we don't know shit. None, none of the four of us know anything, but right. you bring back three people, including yourself. You mm-hmm. got the Triple H, the Nick Khan side of things, we'll call it, with Steps and Trip. You got three there. Those two people who stepped down, I got to think that's pretty fucking influential because you would think that even if Vince brings these three people back, that they would still want this side of the board to vote their way. So maybe they're all in on it together. And you have to remember, the stock has gone up 13 that's right. points. That's right. Yeah. Two days since Vince has announced this. 13 right. points. So maybe... Just maybe the business side of things, it's essential for Vince. For hey, money talks. To be there. Money yeah. Talks. I, I, like, when, he, yeah. when, you know how, you know, how much you've mentioned about business aspect, you know, and perspective, I agree. But here's the thing that what could happen if the potential buyer comes and actually buys them to be. Vince McMahon is going to do whatever best he can to make uh, a condition towards it. Hey, you're going to buy it. I'm the majority stock shareholder out of one condition. You keep me still as the lead bro for WWE, meaning that this could be the way for Papa H out of the picture. And whoever's a potential buyer have Vince McMahon be a, a control of WWE. Exactly. That's that That's, Dixie Carter syndrome. You sound like yeah. a conspiracy theorist right now, man. I know. I, That's, that. That's that Dixie Carter. <laughs> you remember when uh, TNA was going to be for sale? It was like, you could buy the company. But Dixie Carter has to be a Anya role. So that's that Dixie Carter syndrome. I mean, yeah, I mean, being conspiracy theorist, but I think that's why I think Phil Vince wants to come back and do that because the first time he can't, he couldn't because of the investigation. This time he found a loophole to get back involved. And mind you, like how Botch, you know, Botch Pod, two of the board members resigned and one of them was leading the investigation against Vince. So it's like, it now it, it minimizes the, the, the votes. Overall, I mean, they're all right now. They're all with Vince selling it, but the one thing they're not with is Vince having creative control again. 
that's what their fear is, and not being conspiracy theorists. I feel that Vince, <laughs> why Vince McMahon will find a loophole there to get back on the gorilla position. You'll die no. in that fucking chair. No, no. I, I hate to say it. I mean, what other? Okay, he, he like you're won't. not wrong, but let's 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 take it from step one first, though. Like you, <laughs> you on step eighteen right now. I I know, I know. Papa H, Papa H, Papa H, Papa H, Papa H. I've been booking WrestleMania forty four. Right, Papa H. Oh man, it's I. You see him? He's right there. I know, Papa H, baby. I mean, I want him to stay, and and I hope he does, and. I hope the board fights for that too, because you know I know we're taking baby steps and no words, you know what's going to come to. And but like I said, that's always going to be in the back of our minds. Is what for me personally more is like hey, maybe this is a route that he wants to take, or you know maybe he does want to really sell it and just say fuck it, I'm done. I just want to get my money, get the shareholders' money, and I can literally say I sold it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna kill what I created, and that's what he. And hey, that's that's him. Uh, what he, you, got Ivan, Ivan, he got you. He got. He's working you right wouldn't now. You want to do the same? <laughs> wouldn't you want to do the same thing though? Like if you were, if you still own eighty eight percent of this, I mean, it's the biggest thing outside of what the NFL, the NBA, and the MLB in America, like the WWE. It's 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 like the fourth biggest entity as far as. Sports entertainment. I know I hate to fucking use it, but as, as far as sports <laughs> entertainment goes, it's, entertainment it's like though. the fourth biggest entity in America. Like, right? No, I know, thing. Devin. We're all we're all on the same page. I know, I know. But wouldn't you want? Wouldn't you want to? Wouldn't you want a part of whatever ending it was? Like, I don't know, man. If I was him, I feel him. Also, I wouldn't have been doing what he was doing for all those years. So, also, fuck him, motherfucking fuck him. But. I feel him. He's still here. He ain't in jail. He's here. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I get him for doing it. I I get it. I definitely understand why, too. Like, I'm on the same page there where you can understand why he's doing what he's doing. And it's hard for him to just, like, go off into the sunset. Especially, like, if you're on the outs, but you're still the majority shareholder. And you see that they just have record-breaking stocks, like, or record-breaking earnings. Of course, Mm -hmm. you're going to want to get back in in that. You know what? I don't even think Vince is going to touch the creative side because he trusts the the triangle offense that that's in place right now. All right, and he always said before, exactly. He probably said it up. Yeah, he always said it before. You know, when he was running went back in creative, I think was it ninety nine or two thousand. This is on camera. He said this job that I'm doing it should, it should be run run by three people. You know what I'm saying? So even he said it himself. So yeah. if he has a way out of like, all right, I could find just let. Triple H do and you know Nick Khan, my daughter, run his offense. They got it from here. I'm gonna take take over the board of directors. I'm gonna do things because I want to sell this company and work it from there, man. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. I have a question for you. In some sort of capacity, don't you think that in some way Nick Khan, Triple H, or Stephanie McMahon were responsible for Vince McMahon being out in the first place? Because the only hey, way that the I only said, way man. the only way that you get ratted on. Is by the people who are in your pockets. Those were the people in his pockets. We all know we're all smart to the light. Like we're all, you know, it, come on, it's got to be one of them. Maybe they force his hand. Like, man, you ain't gonna never gonna let me run, and you ain't gonna never give me the keys. So I'm gonna just take the keys from you. 
Correct. That's why he's coming back and being. And I think, and that's why he's not going to change it because they're making money on the live shows, like on revenue side. They even improved on their live attendance. So money talks. If he sees the data, sees the analytics, he was like, "All right, he got it. He's doing what he needs to do. I'm not going to take the keys. They're making more money." Yeah, indeed they are. And since Triple H just took over, if you listen, I mean, the they're making money. If you make money to the casuals. To the regulars, and then your social media is all that matters. And they're getting social media clicks. Casuals are there, and the regulars are up. come back. So if the regulars have come back, the ca- it, it's big, man. It's big. Or casuals have come back. You know what I'm trying to say. You get it. You get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get you. I get you. I mean, and now the biggest question that comes, gentlemen, is who will buy WWE? I mean, I can tell you there's a lot of potential buyers um, trying to do the layover as we're speaking, but I could give you the names so far. Uh, major ones. We have Comcast, one of them. Fox is another that one. buying the company. Disney is another one. <laughs> Warner Brothers is another one that's been brought up. Warner Brothers Discovery, excuse me. Uh, Netflix is another one. Drop AEW, huh? Yeah, I was going to say. Monday Night Raw on TBS. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, no wonder why Tony Khan comes out there and tweets oh, shit. Man, right. AEW's <laughs> moving to our honor cast, or whatever the shit's called. Honor Club. Tony Khan about to be running Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, <laughs> ROH on Tuesdays. We got Amazon in the picture. Endeavor Group Holdings is in the picture, which is who owns UFC, by the way. Mm. Liberty Media is another one that is involved. So these are the highest potential buyers. I saw somewhere today that um, I think like something in Saudi Arabia was interested as well. Saudi too. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were the biggest bidder, but I had yeah. no idea what that meant because I don't know what. They I don't know if it was like the Saudi government or something. They just wanted. But <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they actually yeah, they want the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like. The whole country wants to buy WWE. Right, we're paying 50 mil already. We Yo, they all, they all chipping in for the fucking company and shit. All right, they want a piece of it. Carl Anderson ain't ever coming back to WWE. Facts, right? <laughs> so these are the potential buyers that we have that I just named. And first of all, I mean, can we guess all of us what this WWE network is overall? I mean, how much could it sell for? That's the best question. I mean, we could look that up. Let me, let me yeah, I'm about to say we that, that up. Right yeah, now with their, that's with their current yeah. value. Mm-hmm. What's the current value of WWE? I'm, that's what I'm curious. I know about. it's in the billions. Mm-hmm. Last time I know, it was like four, valued at four. As of uh, Friday, it is five point three six billion. There we go. Yeah, Jesus, that is so, a lot. She, she, that <laughs> is a lot. Basically, just yeah. five point. We have point five point okay billion okay, uh, shit. I mean, who do that swell of purchasing WWE? I mean, I, I I name all the ones who could afford them and what fits well. So I mean, let's start with, with Comcast. So whoever wants to take it first, go ahead. The floor is everyone's. Shit, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I mean, there's so many different. Options if Comcast, I can see Comcast doing it, especially like they already have like they're locking on TV. Um, but I think personally, like I saw someone put it in the comments, and I mentioned it on the episode, the circle debate episode on Thursday. Where, where's that comment? 
I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going back. Uh, yeah. So Johnny Autism Wrestling says, "Did you guys hear that The Rock wants to buy the WWE?" Now, if you remember, I said that The Rock and uh, Danny Garcia's ex-wife buying the XFL, you know, because how passionate he was about football. I could see him trying to at least make a bid for the WWE and Vince McMahon listening to The Rock first because of the relationship they have. Mm -hmm. So that would be an interesting one as well. But there's so many options. I'm more interested to see what you guys think before I like really like. I'm a copy of homework over here. I, I'll go with I'll go I'll go with Comcast because of the previous relationship, which is NBC, by the way. Yeah. So you guys yeah, know NBC. Comcast, yes. NBC is the same thing. They have yes. a prior relationship for over 20 years, so they could lean on that. Uh, you know, networking wise, uh, they used the Peacock to facilitate the WWE content already, so it just makes sense. You know, yep. just for them just to make that jump and make that move and they'll be under the NBC umbrella now. And in Disney, I say a close second. They got the so, bread. We Devin, know they got the bread. Devin, if they go so, if they go Comcast Xfinity, they're already on Peacock with the WWE network. Does that mean they're all under one umbrella? Yeah. Okay. Really? It's all, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. okay. It's all <laughs> okay. Yeah, because because the Comcast owns Peacock, or right, or yeah, own? it's all all, all one is yeah, uh, NBC Universal, yeah. all that. Yep. Right. All right. Yeah. 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 That's fair. I think that Vince does whatever is the most horrible thing for WWE. So I'm not saying he's telling to the Saudi government just because. <laughs> oh my God, Vince! I don't know. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I let, let's see. Let's but here here's the thing though. Who has the highest revenue though? It, it, like okay, sorry, because right? they, yeah. they don't they don't have to disclose how much money they have. And well, that is very true. Yeah, the rumor right. is they're past trillionaires, so they got the bread. They could tell everybody no, in that country. Cristiano Ronaldo, seventy five million dollars a year, just just to be him. Like I don't even know what soccer team they got, but seventy five million. Come The Saudi government, the Saudi government could legit tax every citizen in Saudi Arabia just to buy the WWE. Like, there's a whole fucking. Oh, fuck yeah, that, they'll like, definitely do that. <laughs> they'll fucking definitely do that. I mean, it just. I, I'm trying to look at here. Hold on, I, I'm reading the revenue. That's what I'm looking for. So, listen, we're Comcast, okay, which owns NBC Universal, potential fit buyer. They already have, you know, how you mentioned Travel Chief. They already have the, you know, the network on Peacock. So, they can easily afford the company. About, I mean, the the revenue itself of that Comcast is about 160 billion dollars. Mm -hmm. They can literally give a nine billion for WWE. They they could do that. And that that is a lot of money and shit. Them to pass up and try not to get WWE. I agree. Yeah. You have Fox. Fox seemingly could pull off the deal as well. Fox revenue, I could tell you, is about, you know, they have $71 billion since the purchase of Disney. So it's they probably have a bit more than that, but they can afford WWE at seven billion. Is what I'm reading. 
So that's Fox. I don't know. What do you guys think about Fox? Yes. I mean, I think if it came down to Fox or Comcast, they're going to go with Comcast because there's a longer relationship with Comcast and USA and NBC Universal, where Fox is still a fairly new partnership with the WWE, only about what, like four years now? And like, there's already been rumors that, you know, once the contract is up, WWE is going to be looking to move SmackDown off of Fox. So I don't know. It's probably going to come down to Comcast just because of the relationship. Like it's been at least 30 year relationship with NBC. Just put Mm -hmm. SmackDown back on the same network as Monday Night Raw like it used to be. It would make sense. Oh, yeah. 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 It makes absolute sense. We have Disney. Well, which is this, this is where I'm confused. Don't do the fucking same shit. That's what I'm. I'm I, I, that's where I'm really out of place. That they mentioned Disney and Fox aren't the same, right? That's I, what I think Disney and Fox aren't the same. No, they're very opposite, actually. But who owns who then? Is Disney own Fox or Fox owns Disney? No, because no, ESPN no, no, no. Plus Disney or ESPN versus FS1 is like the yeah. biggest sports battle out there. So it's like okay. e- Disney owns ESPN. They're their ABC. own companies. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right, just, yeah. Yeah. I think I, Disney licenses the Fox. What's called? It's like the movies or whatever. Ah, uh, uh, whatever their movie company. Oh, is, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. watch movies. You might be right. 20th Century Fox or whatever. Like they they license those movies so they could have like those Marvel movies on Disney Plus and all that shit. I heard. You have like the X Men movies. Like, they're uh, yeah. earlier X Men movies. Yeah, but I think that's like the extent of their relationship. That's mm-hmm. it. Yo, Amazon's got Amazon's got just so much money. They could do whatever they wanted, but I don't. I, I don't think they do it. They just spend it. Do it. All that money on Thursday night football, and yo, their Thursday night football ratings went from like fifty point seven million folk to like eight point seven million folk because every Thursday night game is trash. Mm-hmm. Trash. Oh shit! Yeah. So and it's not even the games. It's just you know, it's the. the the user experience. True, oh, true. Yeah, I hate to digress, but I'm just saying. It's just user experience. Like, if Amazon was to buy WWE, I'd be fucking scared of that shit. They, they actually would destroy wrestling then. You mm-hmm. worried about Vince. <laughs> Amazon will fuck that shit up, bro. Because what's, who's the owner? What's his name again? Is it, is Jeff it, uh, Bezos or whatever? Yeah, he yeah, will not yeah, know what to do with WWE. You mind. gotta be a Prime yeah. member to watch Raw. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he would not. A prime subscriber. Got it here. I don't. Nah, yeah, I don't see. I mean, yeah, I don't see Amazon. It would be a wild card. Disney, on the other hand, could. But I'm afraid that Disney. I mean, they have so much going on. I don't see Disney be a potential buyer. They, you know, since they have more. I mean, they bought the rights for Marvel, Star Wars. Yeah, they have so much revenue coming in, and then there you go. You got now you got to be a Disney subscriber, and I mean the last thing we want is them to have it in their theme park. Have it? Oh yeah, well come to come over here to Disney uh, California Adventure Studio Wrestling, Travers Studio Wrestling, roller coaster. Go up the one. Yo, the ones roller coaster would be awesome. Get the camera up, getting your ones like ah. Yeah, that would be pretty fire though. I ain't gonna lie. Devin, now you're spitting ideas. I don't send an email. Right? I know, right? All right. So then we have Warner Brothers Discovery. Where AEW is that? Uh, all can of worms right there. And all kind of fuck it is because 
let's look at what is Warner Brothers Discovery's network is. So let's let's look at it. I, I'm curious to see. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's up there. Mm-hmm. It's twenty twenty six point three seven billion dollars. Uh, I mean, ever since buying, I mean, Discovery. So I mean, I was one of merging to Warner Warner Brothers Discovery. If they if they buy WWE, then how <laughs> you said that? Excuse me, then they're gonna say how you said. They're gonna send AEW to the Honor Club app. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> they're gonna. They're yeah. really gonna. <laughs> I honor Violation. Yep. They will literally. It, it's say, gonna be like when uh, ECW was on TNN, and then all of a sudden, like after six months, TNN put Raw on TNN, and ECW was bye bye. But um, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. How crazy would it be? Especially like we all lived through the Monday Night Wars. How crazy would it be to see Raw and SmackDown on TNT? Like knowing that that was the home of WCW, that would be crazy. <gasps> wow! Wow! Crazy universe. Wow! That is. But, I, but honestly, I don't see it from the business side because they can get outbid. They yeah, get for out sure. They, they're valued at twenty six. They'll get outbid easily. No wonder That's they're like- satisfied. No, no wonder they're satisfied with. Uh, AEW oh, <laughs> ratings 875. Oh, yeah, we'll take that. That's cool. Yeah, that I mean, for our budget for them to get WWE, that's gonna be like half their fucking net worth they're gonna need to put up just to get the WWE. So, well, no, it, it's it, it could be private. I think, um, just reading the Jacoby Peters uh comments, JP Morgan, JP Morgan involved. Yes, it could be private as well. Yeah, it's not gonna be public. That's why they're hired to the third party to make sure that the process of the sale. Uh, go smoothly, and they could really eventually make it private. They have Vince McMahon and the and the, the buyer, the potential buyer, and the third party could have that agreement. They are able to conceal, basically make it private, so it will be no disclosure on it. They can do that, so they have the rights to do that. We won't know until like after the sale is done. That's how you'll know. No, I, I know, but also I think they talk about like Vince McMahon saying in the meeting that they are thinking about going from a publicly traded company to a private company again, like before they went public on Wall Street. So I could see like whoever buys this, like taking WWE off the stock market and just being a private company. Mm. That's interesting. That's interesting. So he could mm-hmm. do that with JP Morgan or Saudi as well. Yeah. Stock at 83 right now. I mean, that's a massive, ma- I don't play the stocks. I don't get it. says 83? 83. Up 14 wow. the last Holy two days. shit. Yeah, bro. 69 to 83, 70 to 83, God, something damn. like that. I'm not a stock broker. Don't follow it. I sports gamble. But damn, that's a big jump. That is, that is a big jump. It's like that 14, is a- $15 from like mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Talk about Netflix now. Money talks. Yeah, money, 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 money. Yo, you guys also, you guys also saw that a lot of places wouldn't facilitate the sale without Vince involved, and then Vince coming back, and that's why it went up. And again, that could be, you know, after dirt sheets, or it could it's not the dirt. It's Wall Street Journal. It's the mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal. It's not yeah, dirt. Right. Yeah, it's not Meltzer. Yeah, that's it's a clean sheet now. If the, if the Wall Street Journal, the Wall Street Journal saying this, it ain't a dirt sheet. And a lot of places, a reporter. Correct. <laughs> you got. You guys know what I'm saying. A lot of places yeah. wouldn't work without Vince. Now Vince is there, and it goes up 13 bucks. Big diff. 
which is a difference from the narrative that everyone's saying like, oh, this is going to hurt the sale because nobody's going to want to be associated with Vince McMahon and doing business with Vince McMahon. No, I think that's the opposite. I think that people are not going to want to talk business unless Vince McMahon is involved. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can I see agree. that being true. I totally agree with that. I think, I mean, Vince, Vince is a salesman. He's done it before. I mean, he has that credentials behind him for I don't know how many years already. So, of course, you want to deal with someone who, who created this, you know, this entity and – of course, you want to go with Vince to sell up, you know, to sell up the company. I wouldn't trust my uh, on. I wouldn't trust Nikon or Stephanie to do it because they could take a deal like, ah, you know what, I right, just take it, whatever. Hell no, I wouldn't. If I was Vince, like, I, I want to make sure I leave with a bang and yeah. a lot of cash in my pocket, and making sure that I'm gonna live on another two thirty years. I think this man's gonna live on. <laughs> I, as he's 77 years old, this guy is going to live at 105. I'm marking it right now. I say 105. Than that with the money you'll get from this oh, sale. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll, tell- I'll, I'll buy the secret of the fountain of youth. Yes, <laughs> you know, fucking- I'll create you'll it. immortality. <laughs> Yo, that, dude, that dude's going into some sort of crypto machine. Vince is living to like 210. <laughs> <laughs> mad wires and shit. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, oh, but real talk, he's a businessman. He's getting paid from two different broadcasting networks, billion mm-hmm. dollar each. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, dude? Yeah. So yeah, he, he's about that bread. He's gonna get paid. Oh fucking baby, Vince is gonna pay for it. <laughs> They're Oregon's. <laughs> oh, Vince is like the Mister Burns of the Simpsons, man. He's not gonna die. He's not going mm-hmm. anywhere anytime. He is not going mm-hmm. anywhere. Let's look at Netflix. Netflix network is $137.2 billion. What about Netflix? They can, you know how you guys mentioned Amazon. You mentioned, hey, you want to see WWE at Amazon Prime? Yeah, Netflix do the same. Now, we could really debate about Netflix because they had Lucha Underground on their platform. Did it succeed? Was it great? I don't know. Um, Denaro, I know you're familiar with Lucha Underground. I mean, did you feel that was a success? Do you feel that WWE net, you know, itself could be a Netflix and instead of a national television platform, now we have to subscribe to Netflix and watch the live shows? I mean, I, I, that's the, I don't I know mean, how you're going to do it. I mean, you tell me, gentlemen. I, I don't know. I know Netflix. I was hearing that Netflix definitely wants to start competing with these other streaming services that have live TV, like a mm. YouTube TV, Hulu Live, and all the other shit. So I could see them like using the WWE as like their starting point to have live television or live shows on Netflix. Um, when Lucha Underground was there, it was just the video library. It, it wasn't put on Netflix until after the show was done. So I think like that's why like you never really heard of it and it wasn't really promoted on Netflix because the, it wasn't on Netflix like while the show was actually still running on El Rey. But um, you know there was a relationship with WWE and Netflix in the past. Like they they had like that big show show whatever the fuck it was called. Um, they also have some other show on there with, uh, I believe it was like some little kid that wanted to be a wrestler or whatever. They partnered up with WWE, but yeah, I mean, I can see it working because Netflix, they do have the revenue for it. They do have the platform. And I think it would be smart though, if Netflix or even like a Disney plus Amazon, if they still try to have partnerships with some of these other, you know, companies like a Comcast, whatever, so, yeah, we'll own the company, but 
why would you say no to a billion dollar deal where they could still be on TV? Because you know this TV rights for Raw and SmackDown are worth billions of dollars. Why would you take that away and just go like in-house when you could earn an additional billion dollars putting it on TV if you partner with a Comcast or a Fox or whatever you want to put it on? So I don't know if because just because they have a streaming service, it doesn't mean that like Raw and SmackDown is going to be only on the streaming service. Yeah. Chief, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I would just be probably just interested in Netflix sales pitch because they don't have a live interface. It's all on demand library. So I'd be curious how they can even get inside the room with Vince and, you know, have that discussion about, you know, how would that look like? Do they have a rough draft of it? of it if they want to do live shows because that's a good that's a good chunk of revenue for wwe as well and they're improving on their sales as well too so i doubt it they wouldn't even like just eliminate that factor like nah man that's mucho dinero right there bro we need mm-hmm. that we need that so i with me they'll have to come with the, with the right sales pitch and show me i want to see a demonstration you know, PowerPoint, whatever you got, Microsoft yeah. Teams. I want to see this shit. Test it out. Show me the type of live interface you're going to have for my programming. I love that. Hell yeah. You fucking hit it right at the Oh, my God. When I hear PowerPoint, it reminds me of my job. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> That's about Shit. Hey, give me a PowerPoint. But tell me the reason why this. Yeah, I'm with mm-hmm. you. Fuck yeah. I mean, if you were the owner of the company, you want someone to... Tell yourself, give tell me a reason why should I send it to you? And a PowerPoint that will give that. Oh yeah. I'm uh yeah, I'm with you, Travel Chief. I don't know how the fuck I'm curious how the fuck Netflix will do it if they be like the lead potential buyer. How the hell are you gonna sell it to Vince on that one, honestly? How? I I and I'm fucking curious. <laughs> I don't know, TK, how do you even feel the same not way even, or any Ivan, it's not even about selling it to Vince. It's about selling it to the fans. Who the fuck? First of all, Netflix is $14.99. It went up from $4.99 to $5.99 to $7.99 to $9.99 to $12.99 to $14.99. They a new Comcast going up every year, bro. Nonstop. And now, and back in the day when Netflix, you were able to just share your account. Yo, Devin, what's your login? Yo, De Niro, give me your Netflix login. Guess what? As of 2023, they are making sure they eliminate that shit. And then what? You're going to put the WWE Network on this? And you're going to, what, add another five bucks? So you're going to tell me that I need to pay $20.99 for some bullshit on Netflix to get the WWE Network? You better tell me. And I mean, you better fucking tell me that I'm getting Raw, SmackDown, NXT, chronologically ordered pay-per-views, Raws, Nitros, whatever ECW show I wanted to watch, Clash of the Champions, etc., etc., etc. And then you know what? If I was getting Raw and SmackDown and NXT and like that, I might do it because I don't want to pay for cable. And one of the main reasons I pay for cable is because I want to watch Raw and SmackDown and Dynamite and Rampage. I get them out. No, I don't want to watch Rampage. But I want to watch SmackDown. <laughs> Rampage is great this week. I'm just joking. I was going to say. Uh... For you, my tribal chief, that was a joke for you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tame you, Zane, and kiss up. No, I'm just joking. But I'm fucking just saying, if you were to give me live Raws, live SmackDowns, live NXTs, live PLDs, and chronologically ordered everything else, then you know what? With everything else that Netflix presents for $20.99 a month, 
maybe I don't have to watch cable anymore. Or I find a streaming app for sports. Maybe I'm in. Might not be such a bad idea. But you got to give me the live Raw and SmackDown on NXT weekly. You got to give it to me live weekly. What's that sales pitch looking like? What's what's that PowerPoint presentation? (laughs) (laughs) What's that demo at? Yeah, give me the hat. Give me (laughs) (laughs) Give me the tempo. Oh, my God. Yeah. They got to come right if they they come in events. Mm-hmm. And they got to make sure they come right to the fans, you know? But, if yo, listen, if they come to Vince and they give him some sort of proposal where I'm fucking hitting you with all these billions, because it's got to be billions. It ain't going to be millions. It's got to be billions of dollars. Then you got to put the presentation of the weekly episodic shows on live. Otherwise, it's not worth it. it ain't going to be worth it for the fans. Hey, you got to make it worth it for the fans in this streaming world we live in. Yeah, I don't want to hear no Netflix surrender to on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh. Let's go into Endeavor Group Holdings, who own... That's the UFC owners? That's the UFC owner. Now, it used to be WMEIMG. Now, it's part of uh, now Endeavor, who is who bought in 2016, bought UFC for $600 million. That was that's compared it's to what cheap. it is cheap, and now the revenue itself is worth more than a billion dollars for the UFC, it, it, and it is, you know. Of course, we you know, shout out to the director. He's not, of course, he's the one that covers UFC, but their net worth is about a hundred and three billion. So they, it's not as much as everybody else, but they could potentially be an offer sale to WWE at six point seventeen billion. Hmm. I I mean, you have UFC and WWE. I, does it mix both worlds? You got combat sports and professional wrestling sport entertainment. The same thing, guys. The same thing. There's same no debate. Goddamn thing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I mean, primetime players dance, but his a tall. He's a tall. <laughs> yes, I love that. You know, it's funny because I was just reading that uh, Eric Bischoff thinks that Dana White might be interested in running the WWE. So I could see if they were able to do a deal with the WWE, then Dana White would want to be like running both WWE and UFC. I think Dana White fucked up like on New Year's Eve. Yeah, he's too busy slapping his wife. So maybe. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? uh, What do you think? His new sports, the, the slap. The slapper oh, sports. Oh, no. Oh, slapper. And what do you think? It held out. They canceled it for a week because after that drama, yeah, you're going to promote the show right after. You just slapped your wife. And now you're going to go promote this show. I'm Wayne sorry. Brady going to have a slap of slap a- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, I literally just saw that episode like a couple days ago. <laughs> I'm I think showing I my girl Chappelle's show, so I just saw that shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think I have it somewhere. I, don't, I have to look for it. Fuck. I remember I used that for a Jungle Boy episode because we were getting on Jungle Boy. I remember, how you yeah. know, I mean, tell them that they really they did watch the show. I think they did because ever since we put that, we fucking – we haven't seen – Anna Jay no longer coming out with Angela Parker ever again after that. <laughs> I don't think yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, I, I was trying to remember like the context of why you had that clip, but yeah, it was I think it was like Angela Parker and Anna Jay did some shit and 
We're like, Here yo, d- is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. I mean, uh, I mean, anyone else take UFC owner of the UFC? Imagine Dana White, WWE, what? No, I don't. WWE on ESPN Plus. <laughs> you tell me, man. No way. I don't know. I don't. Hey. See, I, I don't see it. I would have said no way before the slap, and yo, I don't even know. Like, I'm telling you, if that was like, uh, 52nd person on an NFL roster, that would have been more publicized than it was for Dana White. Why wasn't that more publicized? Like, I understand that she slapped, and then this what this topic is about. But like, I understand she slapped him first. Where is the publication of this? He motherfucking whacked his wife on fucking video, and there is no news publication of this. If this was fucking anyone on the bottom end of a roster in the NFL, the NBA, fucking anything, it's fucking publicized. It's crazy. It blows my motherfucking mind. And no, the answer is no. Dana White, no, no, no. He he's fucked. He is fucked. I don't understand why he's not more fucked. It's crazy. He's, I'm, I, like, I'm a sponge. Don't touch a woman. She hits you first. Grab her fucking hand. She's a woman. I w- come on, stop it. I, I know, man. I I, it, I, mean, I wish I could touch. I wish I could touch that it's subject, stupid. but stupid. My man fired UFC fighters for domestic violence. Yeah. Like, yeah. Remember that. Yeah. It's just all sure. parties. Just keep your hands to yourself. All right, yeah, all parties that. exactly. All parties. Oh, I agree. The woman right. should most definitely keep her hands to herself too. Yes, I am firm. I'm with you. Yes, but I mean, I mean, you're in touch with me. Still, come on, man. Remember, we're men. Look at especially us. the tribal chief. We're you don't big, want to touch we're big group. No, we don't touch women. Look at us. Look at us. We don't, come on. No, man. I mean, we don't. Especially the tribal chief. You don't want to touch the tribal chief. Hell no. Because man, that's when. No, oh no, because then he's why don't you play games with me? Don't play games with him because don't do that. You want to see me angry? (laughs) Hell no, hell no. I I already seen part of that. I don't want to see the full one. Yo, De Niro just dipped. De Niro's like, I don't want to see his. Oh, no, 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 I got got scared. I got scared. No, I would be scared too. (laughs) Oh man. Okay, then we have the next one potential buyer, Liberty Media, who owns Formula One. Uh, I thought you were going to say Liberty uh, Mutual for a second. I was like, huh? Liberty? <laughs> no, Liberty <laughs> Mutual. No. I was like, what? <laughs> they own, of course, um, for, you know, yeah, they own Formula One. And their network is not as great, to be honest. I'm looking at it right now. Uh if it's not double digits billions, get out the fucking conversation. Yeah, you know? they're millions. They're not even at <laughs> billions, to be honest. They're not even there. See ya. Uh, but, oh, yeah. It's, that's, that's not even a conversation. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't even get you in like, Can we buy Raw and just Raw? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those. And then Saudi Arabia, we have two, which we already, you mentioned that they have the government. So these are the major ones. Uh, I haven't heard anything from Dwayne Johnson yet. I know but Dwayne that... Johnson also has a partnership with Comcast and Universal. That's why I like that Young Rock show is on there. I believe XFL might be shown on uh, Peacock. So yeah. I could see if anything, I, part- I don't think you have the... to partner up. With something. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a partnership. Like he wouldn't be able to just like you know out of pocket him and uh, Danny Garcia pay for WWE. I think it would be more of him coming in with Comcast and then 
getting Comcast even further in the conversation due to the relationship he has with Vince. I don't mean to like cut anybody off here by any means, but yo, The Rock and Danny bought in XFL for like two point three million dollars. <laughs> they ain't fucking showing out. What yo WWE's gonna be a billion yeah, plus? Come on, I yo in Rock Nick Khan Vince facilitate a trade to keep the people in place. I haven't keep doing your thing. I'm, the Rock. No, no I mean, I'm, it's, I, I would have, it would have to be it's a everyone here. Bro. It would have to be. A We'd love it. I'd love it. I also want The Rock to be our fucking next president. Is that going to happen? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I want it. Do I want it? Hell yeah. Because he ain't on the left. He ain't on the right. He's straight down the middle. Ass kicking. Call it as it is a motherfucker. Just it like doesn't matter. What's the WWE. <laughs> All right. He'd be a great president. A talker. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go back to digressing and shut the fuck. No, hell no. This is hey, this is a, this is a uh, there's no structure here. Everybody, for president, everybody's, a, everybody's a host here. Just remember that. So I mean, I, I don't know who else to think. I mean, do you guys see Dwayne Johnson? I mean, Trouble Chief. How do you feel? Do you see him? Yes. No. Maybe. Maybe. But even he had investors help him with the purchase of. XFL, so that's true. And you just said he bought that for for millions of dollars, so that's not even touching what WWE is valued at right now. That's that's a billion dollar business going on right now. So only the big dogs, big time corporation networks, are coming for this. So real talk, I see like JP Morgan, Saudi, NBC, Comp slash Comcast, and Disney. So maybe four at the most are going to have strong conversations with Vince. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think for me, it The Rock could be one, but we have to see how Tim mentioned, and we got to see how the XFL will succeed. You know, he remember he bought that shit off of bankruptcy, like off of the bankruptcy market. He didn't buy it directly from Vince. Vince felt, you know, he didn't even about back. Like he picked it up and found it. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly oh, shit, what he did. Oh, shit, look at this. <laughs> oh, shit. I'll take this. Finders keepers. And that's what he did. And him and his ex wife are very intelligent people. I mean, Danny Garcia, who pretty much runs the Rock's whole assets, his money, everything. She's a smart woman. I see, like I said, I mean, I see it could happen, but we have to see how the success of XFL will happen first, right after the, the playoffs of the NFL. So, you know, once it goes over, then we have to see what's going to happen after that to see if that will be a great success, which I feel it should be. I feel that XFL is going to succeed. I, it, which might as well fucking talk about it. I mean, I know we're talking off subject of the wrestling, but are you guys excited for XFL? Are you invested of watching it? Are you going to take the time to watch am. it? Yo, I'm pumped. I, I usually mean to say my bad for cutting you off, but fuck yeah, I'm excited to cut you off right here. Hell yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> one reason and one reason. Because before the XFL was just the XFL, it was what it was. It's like the USFL or the fucking AFL or the CFL, whatever, whatever, whatever. The Rock has specifically stated that he wants the XFL to be some sort of minor league for the NFL, and I don't know how we work this out, but however it is, whatever capacity it is that these players are minor league players for the NFL, or they're like 
that triple A level of player for the NFL that is about to go to the NFL. And you understand, like, that's where PJ Walker from the Carolina Panthers, the quarterback, came from. And there's just only a couple of other players in the NFL that came from these development developmental smaller leagues. But if you actually mm-hmm. use the XFL as a developmental league for the NFL, which has never had a true developmental league, sign me the fuck up. If anyone can do it, it is Danny and President Dwayne. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, 2020, when they came back, that half season that they had before COVID, like, shut them down, I was enjoying it. I was a fan. It was fun football to watch. I love the, like, the different changes in the rules. I like the way when they went to replay, like, you could hear the conversations and actually know what the refs were talking about. Like, you could see, like, the fucking, uh, what was it, like, the little media room where they were going back into, like, rewinding the play and trying to figure out, like, if it's, like, a touchdown or not, like, I like all that shit. There, there was a lot of cool changes that they had, and I was enjoying it. But then it shut down because of COVID. But I'm hype. I'm definitely gonna give it a chance. At least give it a chance. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited, man. I love football. So X, uh, was it XFL? They came out in 2020. Even that first half a season, seeing the games and then seeing the replays on you. You see the replays on ESPN as well. I'm like, oh, okay. So they're actually get showing. XFL, you know, respect. So that was what's up, man. So yeah, I, I think that yeah, they're they're gonna be fine. Uh, it, it'll be a nice alternative, a true alternative for the NFL because seem like they're going through a rough patch. But we'll see what happens with that going forward. But the, X, the XFL, it's gonna be great though, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited, honestly, and I'm looking forward to see. And I didn't know that. What you mentioned in the comment that NFL is endorsing XFL as a minor league. I well, that's great. I didn't to know hear. that either. I didn't know that either. And XFL is how great. How do you do it? There we go. That's, how you that's the question. Yeah, yeah, they got a new door. NFL did new rules under the rock. The referee <laughs> makes a bad call. The players can hit them with the rock bottom. <laughs> I would say, hey, give him the people's elbow, man. Give him the people's I elbow. like this guy. Oh, He's man. a funny dude. He's been making me laugh in the comments all day. Whenever you see oh, me just by myself. Shout out to Daniel. This dude's Daniel, making me laugh. Daniel Price, thank you so much, man, for tuning in with us, brother. I hope you subscribe to everyone here. You follow Clark's Wrestling Podcast, Wrestling Index, and, of course, us here at the COD. But there's another subject I want to touch on, gentlemen, and we got to because we haven't done this in a long time together. Together, the future. <laughs> <laughs> I know karaoke is Dame here to do karaoke with us, but yeah. no. Oh, future uh, of the yes. So this is this is uh, a great question here, and. Here's the biggest question that I have for all of you guys, and I'm putting it right now. There we go. You see, love? You see that? Oh, uh, right uh, look at my travel chief. I got. Hey, this is my guy right here. If you didn't know. This is <laughs> Throw him around. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, Ivan, can I ask a question before you, you proceed with the question? So I just saw excited for the XFL up there with MJF and Roman Reigns up there, which made me – I think, De Niro, you're definitely way too young – but Devin, you're my age. Ivan, you might be just a couple of years older. But for just a very short couple of months, when the original XFL came out, when we used to play pickup football, like we go to our high school and we play like seven on seven, 11 on 11 full lines, we would put the ball 
out there, and we would have the two teams fucking bull rush. Did you guys ever do yes. that for fun or not? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yep. Yeah, yes, yeah, we man. did. Yeah. And by the way, I do remember so many original that. XFL games too. Nah, I was like, uh, what's called like seven or eight at the time. I remember watching some games. So you were even another bull rushing another seven or eight. I, was, I, I wasn't bull rushing, but I was watching. No. <laughs> I remember my guys were, I was never the fastest. So I wasn't putting that. You put your fastest against your fastest mm-hmm. and they go fucking head on for the ball. Like, I don't know, maybe. Devin, you might have been out there. Like, you're, you're a little big guy like me, though. You might have been. I was, I was a quarterback or a fucking tight end or a lineman. Those, those were the days. Ivan, get back to doing your thing. Oh, yo, Dan, yeah. definitely. I remember he hate me. I had the he hate me jersey. He hate <laughs> me. Yeah. I had a he hate me jersey. <laughs> oh, shit. The baby's yeah. our age, so he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I wish Bakley was here, but I know he had to be at his mother's house. But those are the days. Those were the days, man. So the I mean, right now, you know, coming into 2023 here, you have the tribal chief, who's really, really breaking the record right now, man. This champion, Devin, how many days of how many days is he? Come on, you should know how many days. Is Roman Reigns Roman Reigns huh? as the WWE? Say say it again, bro. I didn't I didn't hear <laughs> one goddamn word you said. Bro. Repeat, repeat everything. Repeat everything. Oh bro. my god! I'm dead, hey. I'm dead ass. Oh, Devin probably god. has it down to the second. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because you know he, you know, right now he is that the... that that was Uzi. That was what you just did. So I know, I know. Uh, how many days does Roman Reign Roman Reign has right now as as the champion? He's eight fifty three. Eight fifty three. Who's getting closer and closer to that one k and one thousand? He's breaking the Bruno fucking numbers. record, man. This Hashtag guy is about to break. Fastback forever champ. Question of twenty twenty three for all, every, everyone here is the, the runs for these two gentlemen right here as they are your main champions. You know why I put you see you see how I put you know MGM right next to Tim and I see how I put this I put Jim right, right here. There's bro. a reason My why guy. I did that. You got the AW lover and the hater right here. Oh man, he's definitely a hater. That's that's true. Oh yeah, I'm over here just in the middle. You'll be surprised. I'm the middle. I love every. I love, I love everything. I love ever all. Oh. I am a lover of all pro wrestling, independent wrestling, WWE, uh, yes. I love it all. If you know TK, Hitchland. you know you love it all. I love wrestling too, but you know, I love yeah, we all. <laughs> but Devin's on her. I love my tribal chief. We just know, we know, you know, we know, we know. You like the fight? I know y'all love y'all A-Dub. I missed you guys so much. This has been so nice, man. I love you guys. Exactly. I love it right now because, man, this is is how a Saturday I like to spend with my family here, man. You know, I got my other family, but this is my familia right here. But, yes, the biggest question, gentlemen, the runs for these two individuals, what does the future hold for 2023 for these both individuals? Um... We'll get into the rumble after, but mainly, like, I want to talk about more. Roman, it's there. I have not, I have nothing to question Roman at all. You know that, bottom line. But the one I question is MJF. 
That's the one that I, I'm curious to know. How long is this run should be? Should he have, uh, you know, if you guys didn't watch Clarkson Wrestling Podcast last night, go back and watch the replay. You know, Devin made a good point that he should have it for about the rest of the year. Should hold it on for quite some time. But I beg to differ, though, because I, I put in a comment. <laughs> but I want to hear everybody else before I give my comment about it. TK, I'm going to start with you, brother. Perfect. Um, I'm very excited to be the one to get to start here. So I got a lot to say. First of all, I'll start with the AEW side of things. MJF should definitely hold the title from now through the duration of the year for sure. Is that a good thing for AEW? I don't know. He doesn't do shit for the ratings. Say what you want, but I follow the ratings. I don't care about ratings. I'm not a ratings person. All right. I enjoy AEW. AEW's been fucking fire. Stop it. You shake your head. Do you? You know what? You do whatever you want with your head. If you look, I'm over here like this. Uh, I was like this. He's um, like this. Yeah. You do. You, you, you know what? You do. You, 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 I love you. I, I love you. You do. You. Oh my god. Has been fucking fire. But you know what? In quarter segments that MJF's involved, the ratings go down. Mm. Why? Uh, why? He's your world champion. He's supposed to be your draw. You built him as this draw. You pushed him away as this draw. You wanted to bring him back as this draw. But yet when he's on your TV, the ratings just don't seem to do it. And then you do this thing again. He did it with Jericho. He did it with Cody. He did it with Warlow. He did it with CM Punk. Now Brian's got to go through the fucking 19 waves of MJF. Who fucking cares? Okay, cool. Fine. MJF will beat Brian as he should in an Iron Man match. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. Then Hangman's going to beat Mox as he should because Mox doesn't need to win. So it'll be MJF versus Hangman, the true, the first two true pillars of your company. Fine. MJF goes over Hangman. Then this is the only way they do successful business, in my opinion. Call me crazy. I don't give a fuck. I got the, I'm a mark. I got the AEW crate coming to my motherfucking house. Who wants to see the receipt? You can see the receipt. Call me crazy. The only way they do true business, the only way they go back over a million fucking views, there's one man and there's one man only. And there was a while that I was like, he's got to stay away. He's fucked. Fuck him. No, man. No. There's only one man that truly brings business back to this company. It's right here, man. I got him on my arm. It's right here. CM fucking punk. Chicago born, Chicago bred. One man brings fucking business back to that company. You bring him back. Max beats probably hangman it all out. Keeps the belt. Punk comes back afterwards. Then they do full gear. MJF beats Punk. Keeps the belt. Punk goes on to feud with Kenny and the elite. That's the only way FTR stays there. Otherwise, if Punk cannot have relations with AEW, FTR is in WWE. So, like, it's all going to be contingent together, those six or those three. So, you watch it. You watch FTR. If FTR is an AEW, then Punk comes back. FTR is not an AEW. Punk is not coming back. It's very simple. As far as Max goes, keeps the belt through the year. But does the rain actually do anything? It fucked Wardlow. They should have actually just put the belt on Wardlow from the start. Devin, they fucked Where's Wardlow. I saw <laughs> obviously watching because in the crowd on dynamite there was a where's Miro with fucking a um Waldo head and thing on him. I was like, it's Clark Street. They obviously watched Clark Street. Yes. So is it <laughs> Waldo? You did it first. It, it, 
they they fucked Wardlow with this whole thing. Max, they better figure it out. If they don't bring Punk back, they're fucked. And I again, I don't care about ratings, but 850 is weak, dude. And this dude's segments go lower. There are women. I love the women's segments, but like the the DMD, the Jamie Hater, those segments go higher. Brian, Mox, higher. MJF, not high. But I think they should keep the ball time for the other year. Our tribal chief. My God, you're a god. You're a yeah, both of you, Devin, Roman, you guys are both gods. Okay, right but my man right there, you see he's got two titles on him. One of those needs to go away. And the only way you say that is this. I've said it for six months now. The USA Network says we want a championship on our network. You have a tournament. It comes down to Seth and Drew, Seth and Cody. If you can't get, the, if you can't get Cody, then you go – or, I mean, if you can't get The Rock, then you go Roman and Cody. You go Seth and Drew. We've wanted Seth and Drew for a long time. It's a beautiful thing. And that's it. And I think Roman loses to Cody. I don't particularly think, though, that Roman that Cody needs the title right away. I think that Cody could have a title match, lose it, and then like have to build himself for a full year while the tribal chief keeps that belt just to keep it. So I'm not necessarily opposed to Roman keeping that belt after Mania and holding it for a full more year. But the biggest problem is MJF and the ratings and Austin figuring out how he can do better ratings. And that's what I got out of all this. Cause Roman's God, like he's God, he's God. And MJF tries to compare himself to God, which pisses me off because he isn't even remotely on the tribal chiefs calves, let alone his full level. So stop trying to be him. You're not him wrestle, get in the ring, do things. 825. Stop it. <laughs> oh, can you see the uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. Yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Ivan, we 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 clipping that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we gotta clip that. That's I hope he calls me a fat troll, so clip it. That would be great. <laughs> no, you're not, man. You're not. Nah, I'm not. No. I'm just speaking how it is. It's because you don't. don't pe- MJF. It, it's because I be too. It's because easy. MJF is not. It's because you're not feeling Usi. He's not Usi. He's not, I agree I'm with sorry. him for sure. I, I, I'm. Well, whoever wants to go next after that, I, I can't take over on that one. I'm working on another layover. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anybody. I mean, two. Devin, you want to go or? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go I'll and then I'll go. MJF. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He is, I said last night, he is exceptional fast food. You know, that's the best way <laughs> I could describe him. Exceptional fast yep. food. Very one note, but it's good. It hits. Hits every time, but he needs to evolve. All right, we need to see a little bit of character changes, and I'm not getting that. We're getting the same goddamn thing the trials of MJF you must go through. I get it, you're the final boss, but bro, you need to tell some different stories, man. It needs to be levels to this. This is what my guy does, he brings levels. All right, it's levels to this shit, clearly. All right, with my tribal chief right here on my left hand side. My God. <laughs> but MJF, he's flopping on the character right now because he has the belt. 
He needs to be the man, and he's not being presented as the man as well. So I put I put blame on both sides right now, on MJF mm. and the booking for AEW. You need to present him as a star. He doesn't need even to be in one segment. He needs to be in multiple segments for the duration of your TV show because he is the star. He do, I don't need to see him fucking wrestle every, every week. Just put him on my camera, let him talk shit, let him have some backstage segments, maybe somebody, what a backstage wrestler, anything. But just change it up, man. All right? But present him as a star, as he should be. But he's not. So that's part of the reason he doesn't move the needle. He's just flatline. He's flatline with the needle. CM Punk, you know, I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a stick to the same story. I don't need mm -hmm. him in my wrestling. All right? I see the type of guy he is. From the media media scrum, I heard the rumors. I don't give a fuck about rumors. Rumor or rumors. I saw what I saw when he was talking about in a in a disrespectful way, bringing up someone's mom when he didn't need to. All right, being disrespectful to Tony, the guy that brought you in the business. All right, so the way the optics of that, the way he came off is disrespectful. I'm like, bro, you sucking the fun out of wrestling, and I love to have fun with my wrestling so i don't need that but on the business side i get it that AEW needs you because you do truly move the needle you know to tk's point you know i'm not a numbers guy i don't care about ratings but he actually gets people invested to watch AEW. so from a business side that's a good thing but for personally i don't care i don't give a fuck i don't need him in my wrestling you know tribal chief all day that's all i need for my wrestling tribal chief you know, hashtag mm -hmm. forever champ. He's going to carry the belt. He's not going to drop the belt. He's going to carry him past WrestleMania, past SummerSlam, into the new year of 2024. Hashtag forever champ. Let's go. And get mad. Keep on getting mad. I want the fans to get mad. Oh, he's hijacking. Oh, he's hijacking the titles. Fuck. <laughs> he's the star. He is the star. Be better than him then. Be better than him. That's, that's what, when you have the title, that means... You are the face of the company. He is the face. He moves the needle. All right. He is the business. Seven. Can I ask you better than him? If they made a title for Raw and he just kept one title, would you be opposed to it? He needs to be the champion. That's the story. That's the evolution of this whole head head of the table. All right. Starting in 2020 when he got the title in SummerSlam, evolving and getting to the title from Brock. Now I'm the champion. I'm double champion. All right. Now, if he wants, you can meld those two titles together and come out with a single title. All right. Then he can be nice and pretty and all that type of shit. And then he could drop it whenever after, I don't know, 50 years from now, if you want to retire. Cool, cool. No, I dig it. I dig it. I just didn't know if you like, like would be okay if one of those went off the shoulder. But no, you want them. Melded her. Yes. Yeah. Got it. I mean, that's the case. Bring, bring back the world heavyweight title. And just make this unified already and just have it by itself already. Still to carry the two belts, but for Raw. Fuck it. Let Roman say SmackDown. Because he is he is the pinnacle of SmackDown. SmackDown has been hot for the last couple of weeks. And, you know, Denver and I have been covering it. And it's been even Raw. Even with the takeover, man. Like I said... Uh, the bloodline is the hottest thing right now going in WWE coming in 2023. That's why I'm okay with him holding both titles and I, I'm, I'm okay. I, I, me too. I, I I want him to I want him to break the record. I want him to yes. be 
uh, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of professional wrestling holding the belt over a thousand days. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna I, say at least get to that thousand. The record's like three thousand days, not like a thousand days. Bruno held that over, shit for like over. Yeah, but when Bruno had Bruno that, shit, he, for like 10 yeah, it was like years. twenty years. Like, yeah, 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 right. It was like one match every six uh, months, though. Okay, be, <laughs> no, right? be surprised. I looked this up on that website. Like, uh, I can't remember the website. Cage match. Bruno actually wrestled house shows every night. Or every night. He wrestled like 300 matches a year. Crazy, God, dude. Because I... No. Back to business. <laughs> no, go ahead. Man, man, go ahead. I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't no, know these guys actually wrestled a lot more back in the day than you'd think. Yes, like, like publicly, they didn't wrestle. But they wrestled every night. Crazy shit. Damn. Look, everybody's been saying everybody's been saying this, man. They're all non-believers. Non-believers. That same goddamn script. He's gonna drop it night one and then drop it night two. No, he's yo. Don't we all know the tribal chief? Is the tribal chief wrestling two nights? I'm gonna go on no. say hell no, hell no. He'll wrestle the main event on night two, and that's all he's doing, and that's all he <laughs> should do. Why the fuck would the tribal chief wrestle two nights? Stop. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna wait. I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm, I'm gonna hold myself back on that one because I want to see what happens at the rumble first. Ooh, come at me. I love. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to argue. I'm <laughs> no. not an arguer. I just say my point of view. I never say shit. De Niro. <laughs> I mean, all right, I'm going to start with MJF like everyone else did. I, I feel like MJF should drop the title to Brian Danielson at the pay-per-view. <laughs> I, and, you know, I, I didn't say – and I'm not even joking. I, I've been choking over there. I believe there. you. You're just, like, going with it. Because here's the thing. Like, MJF, he's the same character like we all said. Oh, the title. shit. The promos are getting boring. Like, the, character, right. the character is getting tired. Like, he's been the same character since we've seen him, and he ain't doing shit for that title. Like TK said, the ratings haven't been up. The ratings actually go down when he's on screen. And you know what? I think that you will have more of a story if the big thing that MJF wanted in his contract was a title shot, finally gets the title, and then drops it right away. Now the goal of having MJF being built back up to get that title shot again may see like some character evolve, character evolution. I think that would be a little bit more interesting than typical MJF holding another title and just fucking, you know, Putting everybody through trials and fucking talking about people's relatives. And if you had a mom that was on fucking drugs, we're going to bring that up on TV. Like, it's the same bullshit every fucking feud he's in. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like it would be more of a story if he is shown to be not as good as he says he is. And then he has to fucking prove it now. So I'm, I'm with him dropping that title fucking next month. As for Roman Reigns, I want to see him at least get to that thousand mark. I feel like that's the whole reason why we're in the 800s. Because if you're going to be fucking going this close to it, might as well go a thousand. I think that the the common you know belief right now is he's dropping it at Mania. I don't think he should. I don't think he should. I think that when business starts going down with Roman Reigns as champion, then drop it. But right now, Roman Reigns is fucking two years in on this title run and it's still fresh. This shit still feels like must-watch TV every time he comes out. There's never, like, a time where I'm like, yo, man, still Roman Reigns is still champion. Like, uh, nah, I've never seen a, a champion two years in still fresh and putting on, like, matches that are must-watch. I was, I was fucking vocal about not caring about the Logan Paul match 
remember TK, I had you on. And we were like, yo, fuck this shit. Like, why the fuck is this <laughs> happening? <laughs> Fucking that match was a banger, bro. Like, I'm like, Damn. damn. I was frustrated. I was enjoying that match. We yeah. did that shit. We did a watch along right here on uh circle yeah. of the bay that was yeah. dope. Fuck. Fucking insane. That's what I'm saying. Like, that really made me believe that right now it would be a horrible decision. I don't care who you bring in. Bring in the rock. Fucking the rock should lose to Roman Reigns. Yeah. Cody Rhodes oh, should God lose yet. to Roman Reigns. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I think that we're not even wrestle him yet. Split yeah. De Niro. I don't mean to cut your monologue. I do watch. I'm it, glad you got that. So. But De Niro, yes. would you, just like I asked Devin, and Ivan, you can answer it right when you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you split those in half? Would nope. you say the, okay. Let's nope. I want to split it just because like right now, yeah, like Devin said. fist bump for that right there, man. There we go. Virtual and I camera, bump. boom. Uh. Like, like Devin said, you know, like he's the head of the table right now. He's the hottest thing in WWE. So he should be the champion of WWE. And I like how Triple H is elevating the uh, mid-card titles on Raw and on SmackDown. So when you don't have a world title matchup, you at least could have these titles main event Raw. I think the rumor is that Elimination Chamber is going to be for the IC title this year. Like, that's elevating that title. You know what I mean? So if you have an Elimination Chamber and the IC champions on the line in the main event of that pay-per-view, you don't necessarily need a... WWE Raw World Champion and a SmackDown World Championship title match because you elevated those other titles to be not at that level, but close to that level where it would be a suitable replacement for a main event title. So I think that right now, since he's the hottest thing in WWE, he should be the champion of WWE in general, not just SmackDown. Yes, well said, sir. But MJF, drop that shit. Either change the character or drop that shit because that shit is boring. You know what I mean? I thought the title was going to bring a new side of MJF. That's nope. why, like, everyone was fucking telling me that I was tripping when I said that. Yeah, that motherfucker was baby Mark face. started this shit. Yeah. <laughs> where's, that, where, where's that clip of Stone Cold coming out the landstorm? Boring. Nah, it is. And that's why, like, everyone was tripping when I was like, Yo, MJF should go babyface. And they're like, nah, he's the best heel in AEW. I don't even think he's the best heel in AEW. I fucking said it on Thursday. The best heel in AEW is Jeff Jarrett. Because nobody wants that motherfucker there. And that makes him the best fucking heel in Jeff. Like, he has the exact That hurts my ear when you say that. You know. But it's true. What's the definition of a heel, though? What's the definition of a heel, Ivan? He's doing his job. That's why I'm giving respect to Baron Corbin. Because he does his job. Everybody want to shit on him. No, fuck mm-hmm. that, bro. Mary Corbin's heel in the business all day. Word. Natural heel. No, and, and MJF I, is not a I, heel. MJF is MJF not a heel. People heel. love that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He's not a heel. But he People... tries to be. He tries to be a heel. Yeah, I but it's not natural. Heel. You all see, right, Jeff Jarrett comes out. Jeff Jarrett comes out, away, and but... he gets booed because people really don't like that guy. But they don't like really don't like pushed himself in TNA for or Impact for how many years? Gave himself. The goal. Regardless of why they don't like him, they don't like him. MJF, everyone wanted him to come back. Where's MJF? Well, we want MJF. The biggest pop of the night when he fucking showed up. That's not a fucking heel. No. That's a, well, that's a loved baby face with a fucking bad ass. In attitude. Chicago, and I was there, but that's only because we wanted that. Isn't that what you wanted? Supposedly on paper. Isn't that what you wanted? Yeah. Did you yeah, want it? Did you walk out on your couch? Did you They're still cheering him now. But I he's, get this. He's trying heel, but... too hard to be a baby face. I mean, to, to be a heel. He's trying too hard to be a heel. 
He's yeah. trying to be oh, the shock value. He should you know have what I mean? and, Yo, when the Bruins turn on him in the first place, we're in agreement on this. Like, we're not yeah, arguing I at all. Care about that. Yeah, the, no. <laughs> it sounds. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I, I, I didn't care about that though. When he turned, when he turned on the firm and uh, whack ass storytelling, it's not. Or, it's just not or, emotional. Or Devin, the firm should have rejoined him. They should either have had an allegiance or fucking went at each other. What happened with that? What and be he part of another right. yeah. failed faction like the Pinnacle, or Man. at least fought them off. What? Where was the story? There was no mm-hmm. story. They didn't do anything with it. And that's what like, I'm saying. Like MJF like, what is MJF right now is just like boring. Like it's the same character, regardless of like the little mm-hmm. plot twist here and there. It's like it always goes back to him just but being. You see the same. it though. You see him coming. It's telegraphed. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's why it's like I think the best thing they could do is drop the title. So you could have a character evolution, like have him be like, all right, you know what? Like, let that shit humble him. You know, I, I'm talking all this shit about how I'm the best fucking wrestler in the world. I'm the I'm the greatest yeah. thing that happened to AEW. And then I get the title finally and I drop that shit in like, what, two months? That shit's going to humble him. And then we could see a baby face MJF work his way back up. But we need something different. You know what I mean? We can't have the same shtick for the last three years. And it's like. Oh well, now he's the champion. That shit doesn't do nothing. Like it didn't yo, change his yo, character. I agree. And the way that they did it on top of it, you could have if, if they were gonna why the, just think about the broad spectrum of it over the last six months, okay? Think about like a rectangular version of what happened, okay? Why was this a mox story instead of a Brian story from the get? If you're gonna and I know Regal wanted to go back out of nowhere, blah 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 blah. But if this was some sort of fucking story you were trying to tell, and we talked about it, and people disagreed with me, and I said that Brian should have been the one when they did that tournament to win the title. And people are like, no, it should have been Hangman, it should have been Mox, whatever. No, it should have been Brian. And MJF should have just taken the belts off of Brian. Brian should have held the belt for a month, six weeks, eight weeks, whatever. But he's Brian Danielson. Daniel fucking Brian. Whatever it is that you want to fucking call him. Why don't you Give him a world title run in your company. Why does Mox need a third run? Right after he had a second run? Yeah. I got got the book right there. Who's my favorite wrestler? We all know it. Did Mox need a third fucking run? No. You put the belt on Brian. Then you let Max take the belt off of him. And maybe just maybe then MJF taking the belt off of the beloved Brian would have made people like, fuck this guy even more. And then Brian chases. And what do I always say? The fucking build is in the chase. Ivan, you're back. Talk about MJF and Roman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Roman, I'm not a, always. Roman, I'm not touching that one because I want to see what's the rumble's gonna happen. But other than that, I'm I'm with Roman should stay as champion this whole year. There's no reason for him to lose it. Uh it's hot right now, how you mentioned. The thing with Roman is, prior, I would admit, I was not a fan because of the fact because Vince McMahon, the way how he pushed him. And I don't like how Vince rubbed it in our faces. Now, with Roman coming back and being in being different, this is the best Roman Reigns I've ever seen in my entire career, in, in his career. And he is the hottest commodity right now in WWE. And pro wrestling in general, to be honest. And I know I'm going to get shitted on that, but it's the truth. It's, it's the fucking the, truth. It's the fucking truth. Here. He's the number one guy. 
is the number one guy. I don't get me wrong. I love my wrestling. I love my Omegas. I love my Wasprey's. I love, but Tribal Chief is the number one guy in professional wrestling. Not first or last. Exactly. <laughs> he ain't first or last, baby. Dude, you got pick and bake. Right. Yeah. He, this is the thing happening in professional wrestling for for us fans, and I don't see him losing it. I need him to the throne of Rock because he Rock puts him over. Roman is now literally, we could say, the head of the table. He's the head of the table now, but once he beats the Rock, that is going to be it. It's over. It's done. Nobody could touch Roman. Nobody. I, this is bottom line. It, it's, nobody. Uh, it, it's he's going to be the one be talked about for the next twenty years coming up. I we, guarantee you that we haven't seen anything like this before. I agree. Builds his build since 2020 yeah. has been exceptional. When he came in, he put in work for Thunder yep. for that th- Thunderdome era. He was there every week. You know what I'm saying? But he was there in the in the beginning of SmackDown, the middle of SmackDown, the end. They built him like a star, and now they're like, "Are we going to pull him back now? Because less is more." And that was smart. Now, when he shows up, it's very impactful. It's important. When he has a when he has a match on a weekly show of SmackDown, oh shit, it's going down. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Raiders about to go up. John Cena. Oh shit. Okay. Dude, yeah. it's it's just smart booking. Yeah. It is smart booking. And I totally agree with that. And that's why I don't need it's just right now as of Roman, I don't he needs to go over the we'll go over a thousand. He needs to be this is his year with the bloodline. Bloodline's the number one right now, the hottest thing. To talked about in professional wrestling is the bloodline, so that's not going to go anywhere. That's that that's that's why I won't touch much on that one because that's how I feel about it. However, now on MJF side, I'll tell you one thing: who could be the one who could dethrone him? And I said this on the chat on last night on Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I said the sleeper on this who they should really build. I'm with you, TK. I know Brian, but maybe Brian doesn't want to want to build like how Daniel Price said on the comment. But there's one individual you could, but if you revamp him, rebuild, like repackage him and make him the the next Brian Danielson underdog, like how he was at WWE, because the fans pushed pushed to Vince to decide. Oh my god, fine, fine, put him in a triple threat, fine. You know, like God damn it. You know, I know I'm pretty sure he was mad and pissed off, but he had no choice because he got we got what we wanted. I feel the one who needs to do it. It's Jungle Boy. Jack Perry. If you build Jack Perry perfectly, this is, if you build him right, you got the fans already. Oh, yes, you got the fans. And then yeah, got, the shade is all in the look right now. I know. This shit's getting clipped. Hey, hey, look, this is why I chose Jack Perry because he could be your underdog. And that's what you need, yeah. a homegrown to beat another quote on that homegrown because Price made a good point. He, you know, MJF, his character developed in MLW before AEW, AEW came along. Uh, I think Jack Perry could be the, the potential one who could do it. It just, you have to repackage him, make him with that ruthless aggression. And I, I see that by the end of the year. I know maybe you don't, Devin, Travel Chief, but I feel maybe Jungle Boy could be the one to dethrone him and have an AEW homegrown talent to do that. 
and I feel it's Jack Perry could be the one who could fit on that one. It just is my the thing is you had to repackage this man, get him away from this storyline that is happening right now with him and Hook and the firm. Get her over with. Jungle Hook's Move. awesome. Oh my god, I fuck with Hook. Uh, I, I, Oh, you know how, like you know how hard that chokehold is when he grabs the neck and locks it with the other arm, dude. I, I'm just—that's who Big Bill is scared of. That guy. Yo, <laughs> yo, I just want to see him do a suplex on Bill, Big Bill. If he hits he's gonna do it. Him, he is gonna do he, it at Revolution. I, I guarantee you. I'm now they fight. Yo, they fighting this fucking week. Oh shit! Do that, right, do that right, shit this right. week. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. And Ivan, I love you, but and I love Jungle Boy, Jack. I love Jack. I love Jack Perry, but who else would you put to win the belt then? From Ryan Danielson next Wardlow. Month. Wardlow squashed that motherfucker <laughs> in like look nine months. Look what they did to Wardlow! Oh. Literally dropped. Look what they did to him. It's only one and person. Is is Daniel Bryan? Bryan Danielson. I, 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 I want no one else. No I, like, I, 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 I want Brian as well, yeah. but but Brian does not want it. He could have had it. CM Punk didn't want it, but yeah. what did Tony well, do? What did well, Tony do? No, well, but he, Brian, they could have put that shit on Brian a hundred times already. Like, you know what? You know what feud I'm looking forward to? Claudio and Swerve for the ROH title. Is the ROH title mean anything? Hell no. But you know what feud I'm looking forward to? Claudio and Swerve for the ROA title. That's just gonna be, be a banger. But I'll tell you this right now. You know, I, I was just talking about how MJF. Was... <laughs> I was just saying how like MJF, his character is boring because it's the same old shit. Like, how long before Brian Danielson is boring on AEW if he doesn't win any titles because he just doesn't want to win the title? Like, you're just gonna have good matches and then always lose the main feud well, in because you don't want to get. He got to be booked level. as a champion. Remember, I said. You know, I, I said for MJF, it's a bit of both. It's his character and in the way they format, the way he's presented as a champion. Mm -hmm. He's only there for one segment. That's it. it, it same thing is going to happen for Brian Danielson. It already happened for Paige when he's champion. That's why, why he didn't hit. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? He's there for one second in the middle. Not even like he's not even open up the show. This is your champion. The you only know, champion that they. I, I think you guys make a good point. And I don't know. And I know. Other people have brought this up. I can't reckon who, so I apologize for not giving credit where credit's due. But the big difference between AEW and, and Devin is probably you. I probably listen to you. I listen to your show all the time. I'm sure it's you and Fees talk about this. But the biggest the biggest difference between WWE and AEW is this. And yeah, damn right is the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast where I heard this. Go check out the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast <laughs> YouTube. Most of right. platforms. I think it's like CSP. Bible Chief and one of the podcasts. My guys, Chicago. But here's the biggest thing. You, you are right. You are so right with this. Biggest problem with WWE versus AEW, and I will never compare. I will never because I enjoy both products mightily. But when you look at one product versus another, WWE starts their show with a story and ends their show with a story. AEW and De Niro. God damn. No, I think it was you two talking about this shit. I talk about the show. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking no. at your face. I'm like, you know what? I'm watching your <laughs> mouth say this shit. But fucking, you, if you, when you think about it, you're right. I'm, again, I'm not taking credit. I'm not taking credit. You guys are right. No credit here. WWE ends their show with a story and tells a story throughout the whole show. AEW, while it's an awesome product, an awesome show. From start to finish, it's all different shit with them just cramming. What if they just told an MJF, no credit, not taking credit. What if they just told an MJF story 
from the start of the show to the end of the show where he, him and Jack Perry were going at it, Ivan. Like, he ain't going to be the one to do it. But I'm just saying, like, but what no, if, but you see, what, the what, is, him and Ricky told the story okay, from right. start to finish. Like, yes, but, yeah, but with AEW, we know that they we we're only going to see them one time and one time only in mm-hmm. comparison to the Usos, where we're going to see them start raw at 8.05, at 9.12, and 9.42, then on Friday night, and then at 8.12 and 8.42, like seven times. Like, what have you told that story with the people you want to tell stories with? Instead, in No Hate, love it, love it, love it, love AEW, they only tell the story that they're cramming this into this because this, and that's it. Well, they tell the story mm-hmm. for the live crowd. That's the difference. You can, it's a drastic difference of how they format their show. Like, mm-hmm. I've been to Rampage when CM Punk was there. It's a great live experience, you know, when you go there. I get it. I've been to indie shows. I get that same vibe. For WWE, it's formatted for television. All right, it's the reason why they kick it off with, with a story and end it with a story. All right, because stories are interesting. That's how they got me with Stone Cold. And I've been a fan ever since because it was mm-hmm. a story. With AEW, it's, it's all about the matches, but it's for the people in the crowd. And that's cool. But what about the people that's watching at home? How do you get those people to, to just not just, you know, they channel surfing and they just there for 10 seconds and they keep going? How do you get them to pause? You got to have some stories in there. You got to slow it down. It's not all about match, match, match. All right, uh, guys having a first time match, ladder match, or just a first time death match, whatever. Just blowing your load on just first time feuds. Not even, a, not even building up to this point so yeah no, I yeah, some, I yeah i mean denaro and i touched that too because we talked about it like you know tony Khan mentioned i'm busted open and he's like oh well you know i want to be the other alternative you know i fell in love with wcw because you know they started doing matches uh out of the blue i don't know we're bringing these international stars without a story to it uh and, and wcw we, failed so yeah there you go you see exactly so i mean that's where you know he should not be a fan of that because he you he criticized Eric Bischoff and WCW, uh, but look how it turned out to be. And then uh, I'm not I'm not disrespecting Eric Bischoff; it's not his fault. I mean, some of it is his fault because he allowed he allowed certain people to take over booking style, you know, booking wise, story wise. So it just everything deteriorated, you know. But it could happen in AEW. But the, the like I said, the thing. You need a you need a Jericho to help you develop your talent. Who's doing it right now? I think Jericho is one of the hottest things right now in AEW overall because he's he's putting over fucking talent like Ricky Starks. He put he put a, a rookie over Action Andrade. He put him over. He fucking he took the three pin from a rookie. Like that's yeah. I mean you got to give credit to Jericho on that. I mean, can I ask you? Can I ask you an adverse question to that? Because yes. this is what people in the IWC shit on, and not that I feel. But I want to ask you an adverse question to what you just said. Is Chris Jericho actually a hot act because he puts himself with people like Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy when they're hot, MJF when they're hot, Cody when they're hot? Or are these people elevated because they work with Chris Jericho? Honestly, for me, these people need to are elevated because of Chris Jericho. Because you here's the, here's the problem with, with TK's booking. When you have someone hot, Oh, but God is there. And then where's it at? Where is it? Where's Miro? <laughs> what is fucking Miro? 
You had him hot. You take away the belt. And that's no, you should never lost that shit to Sammy. I'm man, sorry. Real talk. They never lost that shit to trash at building that's, stars. That's I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna yeah. keep it 100. Yeah, AEW trash at building stars. I'm just gonna say that. Period. The, the best book like, champion was Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is yeah. the only guy who had multiple segments on the show when he was the champion. Ever or since is then, it because it's Chris Jericho? Just like the CM again. Fuck as we all say. We all combine and say it. Fuck the dirt sheets. But the dirt sheets just came out and said. As Dax's podcast came out, because you know he wants to come back. He wants to come back. He got the taste. He wants to come back. As Dax's podcast comes back and says he should probably come back, there's dirt sheet rumors CM Punk. Jericho saying CM Punk can't come back. We're not going to allow him back. Same shit every hot star Jericho puts himself with. And I love Chris Jericho. He's a great dude. The fact that he just donated again ten ten thousand dollars to Demar Hamlin is like fucking just yeah. magnificent. In every single <laughs> record, get your fuck, yo, just, <laughs> love you, just love you, just right. And that's what I'm saying. And, and no, and, and and I just didn't want it to be like I'm a hater because I'm not because I love Chris Jericho. But why? It's like you remember when Kane was like. The guy who was supposed to elevate top stars and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's what Jericho, I feel like, is supposed to be doing. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like he is. Like, he put him going to work with Ricky right now. Who does that benefit more? Ricky's already hot as fuck. Isn't that just Jericho kind of like latching himself to Ricky? I, I think that, no, that, that benefits that, that Ricky because Ricky. Ricky hasn't got that big yep. win yet. So, yep. Mm-hmm. I said that's the I, that's because I was worried when after that that feud that mini feud he had with MJF I'm like oh this he'll probably just slow his momentum down and he'll in a week or two he'll be in AW dark but mm-hmm. I'm glad that he immediately tree branched off to Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho is a star in AW he has the WWE experience you know or just not the WWE experience but the experience of telling the story on television there mm-hmm. you go. Yes. Love it. No, good, good, good. No, because you know, fuck the IWC too, because they're always saying this shit, Jericho, Jericho. I, I'm just curious about your guys' perspective on it. Because I love Chris Jericho. I'm fucking juicing all the time. I that's why I that's why I call him the Tom when, Brady of professional wrestling. As much as people fucking hate it, but he's Tom Brady of professional wrestling. Mm, yes, he is. No, he ain't the goat. He is he a he's a good joke, man. The greatest Jericho <laughs> of all time. He is. He's the greatest he Jericho of all time because he's only one Jericho. You can call him like the like Peyton Manning, maybe. He's the greatest he Jericho the of all he time. He's, he's the John Elway. Yes. John Elway! John Elway! John Elway, yeah! No! He's the yeah. You know, Tom Brady's like God. Rick Blair. Like, John Cena. Like, that's I'm not gonna know. Brady, I'm not gonna that. But, like, I, look, man. All I'm saying is... I love you. I love you too, man. But, look, man. Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Look, I just said, I feel Jack Perry could be the one. You could do it. I'm gonna stick by that, and I'm hoping it does happen by the end of the year. Yeah, good luck, sir, ho- with that. Because I know. Hey, no, 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 and that's where I'm You're gonna, gonna say, kill AEW with that. Talking about no, family. you know, I don't kill think her. so. I don't think so. That's when you, WB. Well, not the live crowd, but I'm WB saying people would. watching TV, watching this shit, like that's your champion. That that's All when right. uh, they replaced WWE and AEW. 
with WB. Well, I mean, that's like that's I said, the pain. yo, I look. No, I talk too much. My wife says I talk too much. I'm going. It's all good. It's all good. It's, <laughs> hey, it's just hey, man. This is open, but it is what it is. Now, like here's the quality guys, man. And you know, I don't. I talk about chat. You know, Chad Perry, but let's talk about it. All these promotions. For you know, who is your next breakout star, male and female of 2023, of these promotions that you guys watch? One per promotion. Yeah, I mean, you right, can talk well, both, I, both, I, I both, it, both. Male, male and female. We already well, Japan because they have stardom, but but you know, but other than that, I mean, yeah, who's the next breakout star? That I think we should, I think we should tell our audiences to look at. So. Whoever wants to go first, take it away. The y'all host, all of you guys are hosts, so take it away. Whoever That's what I was first. laughing at. I was like, "Come on, fucking Joss, Jericho and Troy. Jericho's much better. Love Troy, but Troy was a he gets a more concussion when he's on TV. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Joe Montana, John Montana. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right Where was taking the floor? All right, we'll all right I'll, I'll do this. So go down the line. I'll, I'll start with WWE and I'll go up on the this side over here. So WWE breakout star male, I think that's going to be interesting. I think that um, Austin Theory right now is showing that he's going to be a top guy. He's showing that ruthless aggression, that change of character, drop the selfie gimmick. I think he's going to be a big star, and I think that he could be a big main event star by the end of this year. Um, I've been telling people for a long time to check out his shit in Evolve and check out his shit in the Indies because like this is what he's showing now. He's a great wrestler. He's a great character. He's a great promo. And I think that now he's starting to show that. So definitely like that. NXT is interesting because right now all the top guys that I follow in NXT, I feel are going to be brought up to the main roster soon. So I don't think like that's that's going to be a hard one to say. Like I can't say Carmelo Hayes. I can't say like, you know, Braun Breaker because by the end of the year, I can see them on the main roster. So I'm going to skip NXT. But for the women, though, the women, I definitely think that, you know, Cora Jade, you know, but they were breakout stars last year. So, fuck, skip NXT. Impact Impact is going to be good. I think that um, by the end of the year. (laughs) I love you, Tim. I fucking love it. I love Tim. I love him. This is why I love Tim, man. Tim, you're my brother. That's the homie, man. I want to have a shot of tequila in a few moments for you, man. I'm, I'm going to go get a tequila bottle. And <laughs> Keep it going, my man, De Niro. No, 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 no. I said that was going to be something. Fuck NXT. Keep going, De Niro. Uh, Impact Wrestling. Let's go. We got, um, I think, Breakout Star. Someone who started to really break out last year, I think, is going to be more main event, you know, more in the main event picture. And I think could beat Josh Alexander, Speedball Mike Bailey. Definitely going to have a breakout year. I think he's going to be the world champion by the end of the year. People are really getting behind him. Great fucking wrestler. As for the women, someone who showed a lot last year, uh, Marsha Slamovich. I think she's going to be a huge star for Impact Wrestling. Great wrestler, great character. Going to be breaking out this year. I think she could be world champion. AEW, it's interesting because there's a lot of young guys who I think could break out. I definitely do think that this is the year where Ricky Starks is going to be a Big star. I think that um, Ricky Starks could, you know, I think he should hold the title by the end of the year, whether it's TNT or however you want to do it. But um, that's hard because they have a lot of guys there. I think that uh, they kind of fucked up with the build with guys like Daniel Garcia because, you know, you had him like hot and then you had him like go back to JAS, which was ass. Like he should have fucking turned on everybody and was like a lone wolf. But 
Instead, like they went to what they know. And look, now it looks like they're trying to go back to trying to make him a baby face because he doesn't want to follow around with Sammy and all that. But you already fucked up. Like, that's like them saying, hey, we know we fucked up. We're going to try and fix it. Like, thank you. Yeah. You can't fucking stab somebody with a fucking sword and put a band-aid on it. You know what I mean? It ain't fucking work, you know? Like, uh, shit. You no. stabbed me with a sword. Give me a band-aid. <laughs> yeah, word. Yeah. Um, for the women, that, that's hard, too. There's a lot of fucking talented women on that roster, and I feel like they don't get enough love, and they don't get enough time on TV to really break out because you either have one matchup, whether it's for the TNT or for the women's division, or uh, the women's Reach title it. championship. It's like you don't have enough time to really build that. But if by looking at that roster, like someone who I want to see really break out is Kara Hogan. I was a big fan of hers in uh, Impact Wrestling. I was happy when she got signed to AEW. Hopefully she could do something good here. Um, yeah, all right, let's go to Ring of Honor now. Ring of Honor, that that's interesting because we don't know what the fucking roster is. You know what I mean? We, we only know the, the people that are there that are champions. Like we don't have like a set roster. Plus, you're going to have a bunch of New Japan people coming, too. So I don't know really, like, if you could say who's going to break out. Just based off what we've seen on the last couple of Ring of Honor pay-per-views, I mean, I would like to see Daniel Garcia break out there. Maybe that could be a second chance for him because, like I said, they fucked up his AEW heel, heel face, like, swerve shit that they tried to pull off. Um, another guy I would like to see, Willie Yuta, really be elevated in Ring of Honor because he fits that Ring of Honor style perfectly. Someone who's not really much of a talker, but could go in the ring. That's fucking ring of honor for you. So um, I would say that as for the women, who do we really have there? Like, I don't know. Like we would have to wait and see like when they fucking start their show up and who the roster members are to say who's the breakout there. And for new Japan, I think for the men, someone who I'm really interested in seeing right now is uh Shota. Shota Umino is fucking killing it right now i think he's gonna be a big star and yeah. i would put a fucking title on Shota as soon as possible like the man's awesome i think that by the end of the year he could be fucking you know easily facing somebody for some top title there i know like i don't think he's gonna be at the iwgp world title level yet but mm -hmm. i can see him having a good showing in the fucking g1 climax if he's in the next year or this year oh yeah you're right it, it, I, ooh. him and renarita being that would be Go nasty ahead. That and then nice. for, for the women in stardom, like, I, I need to get more familiar with who else is in stardom before I could say, like, I'm not going to just pull a name out the hat and, like, talk on my ass. So I, I don't know many women from stardom yet. So keep it real, I'll, son. I'll keep it real, real, son. <laughs> See, Baker even said, Renita's he's my guy. He's my man. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'll, 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 I'll go. I, I don't fucking, I'll go. Uh, you know what? My break our star for... For I would go. I'll start with New Japan. I'll start my my side of the fan. I of course, Brenda Rita for me. I feel Rita is going to be the one who is your next breakout star to be like slash Shibata slash when under the guidance how we said earlier New Japan show Tim and I said that imagine him being under the guidance of Minoru Suzuki. Oh man, mm. she's gonna be so like oh so juicy and oozy. Oh, love it. But yes, I don't get it too pumped. I know, I know, I'm gonna get it too pumped, man. It's not all talking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but man, I'd love to see that. I think Narita's gonna be the one who has to, and and Omino, you know, it's a tie, but I really I prefer more Narita. I feel he could be your next Okada. I mm. he has to be your next Okada. Uh, it just you know him going to these guidances with 
with Shibata, now Minoru. Maybe down the line, he joins Chaos, Miguel Okada, take him under his wing. That's fine. Learn, learn, my young guy, young lion. Learn of these fucking you know personas. Not to, not to get you off, but I feel like that's why like it's going to be special because I could see uh, Shota being the next Tanahashi. So if you have the next Okada and Tanahashi on the roster right now, then next couple of years is going to be very interesting. Absolutely. Yes. That's what I'm looking forward to. As a women's side, I'm with it too. I'm not familiar, but I mean, I mean, right now we know that Queendom happened. Julia, who's now your your champion, so I'm looking forward. I had to look, you know, look at started more often myself too. So that's my goal this year too. Shout out to Brett from Brainbusters because he he is a big fanatic of that, and I, I need to have him on the show pretty soon though for that. You know, teach us the knowledge of stardom and you know Tokyo Joku Pro as well. Miss Macalis too, because Macalis is he is more involved with that. Uh Ring of Honor, the same likewise. We have Athena right now currently, but I mean there's a lot of people, though a lot of women in AEW. You mentioned Carrie Hogan. Uh you can move her to the Ring of Honor. Yes, you could. Um, but I feel like the one that they need to really push into Ring of Honor and feud with Athena. I would say I'm looking at the AEW roster. As much as I I'm gonna get shitted on this, I know I am. I mean, she signed Marlos's fucking user and user right. I wouldn't mind Julia Hart. <laughs> I wouldn't mind her at all. I mean, I I, I got, just got a bad feeling Tony Khan will do something bad at AW for her by far. Um, I don't care about women's wrestling. He doesn't care. I know. That's why, you know, Thursday I said it. Are you going to give Moni? You know, we'll get into that. That's the last topic of the night before we call it. <laughs> yes, we're going to get into that last topic. But so I have one more topic for you guys. Uh, but, yes, and AW, Ethan Page. Mm. I want Ethan Page. You, you want a heel? This is your fucking heel. This is the one who, fuck being a face. You know, you guys, you know, many of you, De Niro, you trash MJF. Like, he's not a fucking heel. He's not. Yes, he, yeah. And I'm not going to disagree with what you said, you know, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Like, he's not. I'm not. I am not. Because he is fucking right. I can't. I can't. I can't. As much as I can want to defend it, but there's no reason for me. I can't debate that. One thing is, if you can debate with me, is Ethan Page. I think Ethan Page is the one who should be your next heel, your next top guy. I, I like Ethan Page a lot. So I, I love Ethan Page. He has been a hot commodity since Impact. And then in the independent scene and going to AEW, I feel he could fucking do wonders and being your top heel in AEW because he has that, that, that the attitude, the look. He has what WWE looks for. You know they wanted him, but he said no. And it is what it is. I, do I say he made a mistake? Yes, he did. I think if he would have been right now in WWE, I think we would have seen Ethan Page on the main roster right now. I guarantee you that. Because Triple H, that type of character, the charisma that, that Ethan Page has, and I think he will push him to the limit. To the moon! No pun intended. Yes. Uh, Impact. I agree. Masha Slamovich is the next one. She's your women top heel. She could do it. Her match with Jordan Grace, great. 
She is a breakout star, which I'm going to see her on January the 27th. PCW nice. Ultra, baby, nice. versus Viva Van for the PCW Ultra. And we might have her in the show. So, spoiler alert. We might have her in the show. As, as, uh, I heard she's uh, very uh, evil you know, on, on interviews, so I'm afraid of that. But, yes. I welcome uh, you. Let's go. I know. I'll Me match too, the energy. But, uh, <laughs> Don't get scared. I'm not, uh, <laughs> I, I won't get Oh, Blake Christian, Bakley. If you were here, Bakley, yes, of course. But Who? I don't see it. Blake Christian. Who? Hey, For Jade's ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. Mm. Redhead okay. guy. Redhead okay. guy. Oh, okay. Very talented wrestler. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I, see him in NXT. I know what you're talking about. He smokes a lot of... <laughs> a lot of good, good. Yeah, a lot of good. good. A lot of fun job. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Dig. Yeah. I <laughs> I mean, and then, okay, so male impact, speedball, Mike Bailey, you said it. I'm with you. I don't need to add more what you're saying. He He's the next breakout star, and I agree 100%. His match with fucking Alexander, that's another match candidate of the fucking year, even though it happened last year, but that was towards the end of the year. I still give it a fucking go. That should better be a top five, at least I would say. NXT, man. Um, You you, you Nobody NXT. cares. I care because I actually I like. I, I love care. NXT. I, I love Joe Devin, that was just for you. I said that literally just for you. I swear. I saw Honestly, him say it and look towards you. I did. Look, I said like nobody like, can like look towards that. I'm gonna say oh, this right you can't now. Can't me. Now we're now look, not talking I'm, about wrestling. I'm gonna I'll, say it right now, and, I, and I'm gonna thank Devin because he's the one who. He'd been fighting for so long on Clark Street to get the crowd, the audience to watch two point this this NXT right now. And you got you got me, bro. You you persuaded me to come to NXT and shout out to Carmelo Hayes and Apollo Cruz. That was a great fucking matchup. Yeah, I said it on Thursday. That was a banger matchup. Oh man, I love that. And Axiom and Tricky Williams too. That was a good one too. Uh male breakout star, I would say it's Axiom. I know everybody else are going to move up. Carmelo's going to move up. Braun is going to move up. We might see Grayson Waller move up. Maybe even Joe Gacy along with Schism, maybe, you know, by the end of 2023. I wasn't a pick Joe Gacy, but then it's too nah, – I'd rather have Axiom. I think why Axiom? Because you see how Popovich has really invested in him. Like, oh, shit, this guy's really getting the crowd over. And he has been doing that, you know, these past couple weeks. Him being, you know, since being on NXT on television, man – I think Axiom, I, I feel that Axiom will be the first mass wrestler to be a breakout star for NXT. And a mass wrestler overall. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I'm invested. He was on main event. He was on main event. Yeah, That's he was on main there. event. Yeah. yeah. I heard it was a good match. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it was Me a good either. match. Um, women's side, I'm going to choose Wendy Chu. I think Wendy Chu is going to be the next next one. Because I think Cora Jade's going to go to the main roster. I mean, I don't see her staying. I see Cora Jade leaving by the end of the year. I, but I, when did she going to be your sleeper? Mark my word. Little by little, she's going to be the sleeper girl. And then she's getting the crowd over a little of what I'm seeing so far, little by little. But I, it's going to happen. It's eventually going to happen. I can't choose Cora because Denor made a good point before you, you know. He, you know, that was last year for her. We're talking about this year, 2023, who's gonna break out. I feel Wendy Chu. I mean, there's some other other you know women. Uh maybe Nikita Lyons, I could choose her, uh, but 
I don't know. It's tough, but I feel that the sleeper for me, and I'm going to go with it, I'm going to stick with Wendy Chu. I think that she's going to be a breakout star by 2023. WWE, though, you mentioned Theory. Yep, awesome Theory for sure. Uh, man, really, but what, what, Joe Henry, who did you say? Joe Henry, uh, Nathan Frazier needs to break out. My um, opinion, Nick. We're going to get into that's the last topic of the night before we ended here is the free agency of 2023. <laughs> and female, uh, uh, yeah, and rain. Okay, when you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dude, makes me tingle the shit that I can sit out loud. I love it. I love it, Prince. WWE, Austin Theory, of course, man. He's going to have to break out. Uh, female side, it's tough, man. Female side for me. Um, I um, I'm trying to think. Name me the women roster. Blackdown and Raw. Trying to think. What? Who can I think about? Who could be a breakout star who hasn't been into? You know what? I, I'm gonna go with Raquel Rodriguez, man. Mm. I Solid think she's. She used to have it, man. She has. She what? What? Okay, I want to hear. You. Oh, oh, this is for you. Oh no, no, not you. I'm not laughing at you, my brother. <laughs> no, you did. No, I'm laughing at. You. I know the comments. I know yeah. I'm looking oh, at it the spam. The spam. Damn. Damn. I sure should ain't laughing at that. That's a good comment. Yeah, the spam. Oh, that. That's a. I want. I want. I want Raquel Rodriguez, man. I think this hurts time, man. I think, why not? Put Dana. No, Bakley. Stop, stop it. Go away. Stop. Go away. <laughs> stop it. Shut up. No, I love you. I'm not going to Dana Brooke and Johnny Gargano. Stop it. It's stupid. <laughs> All right. That's, that's my picks right there. Oh, man. Oh, uh, who wants to go over there? Yeah, TK or Chabu Chief wants to take that. I, I'll go because I'm just going to focus on. This side, all this side, this is me right here. <laughs> this is me. It's all about storytelling. This is perfect. Impact storytelling, NXT storytelling. WWE okay, you right come here, to the New Japan light. I was sitting last night on your chat. You got to come to the light of New yeah, Japan. You, you got to come to it. They, they do stuff cool. It's all right, you know, but it ain't storytelling like this, you know. It is storytelling. Pro wrestling is about storytelling. Oh. They do it well. So, I'm going to start with Impact. <laughs> Breakout star. Hey. I'm going to go with the newly found name, Diener. All right, you know what I'm saying? Cody Peter, kicked yes, out, kicked out Eric Young. Like, bro, <laughs> make an executive decision. All right, now he got going with a new look, evolving his character. Love it. All right, uh, on the women's side, Masha, she, yeah, that man she had with Jordan Grace was fire. Not gonna, mm-hmm. not gonna die. I like what Savannah Evans is doing too, as well. Powerhouse. I forgot about her. You're like right. Powerhouse, man. You know, she sticks out to me, and mm. I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna lean on that side. I'm, I'm gonna lean on Savannah Evans, man. So pay attention to her. Powerhouse of the Knockouts Division, man. Looking to put in good work uh, on NXT. <laughs> on the women's side, I'm gonna go with Roxy, even though she's the new champ. Yeah, yeah, she's a new champ, but. I don't think she broke out yet, but this will be her year. She'll put 
some prestige on the title too for that year as well. So pay attention to Roxy. She's bringing out on the NXT women's side. On the men's side, man, take your pick. You can do you can do Hayes, you can do Waller. You could do JD McDonough. <laughs> oh yeah, JD McDonough. JD what he's doing over there too, Joe Gacy. But I'm going to lean with Grayson Waller, man. Pay attention mm-hmm. to him. NXT yeah. side, he's killing it. He has the mouthpiece. He he has the footwork. Uh, he has amazing ring, uh, amazing in ring chemistry too. Just about anybody on the roster, which is very impressive. As well, he tells good stories, get people to pay attention. Is he? He's quick with the responses too, which works. And he has a good catchphrase, the Grayson Waller effect. I love it. On the WWE side, on the female side, I'm gonna go with Liv Morgan. Everybody hates. What? Yeah, yeah. Even though she was champion, she she still didn't reach. You know that. You know, didn't really re- didn't really break Reef out. On the sky. Sorry, didn't get that full respect. But pay attention to what she's gonna do this year. All right, mm-hmm. I think All she's that. gonna have a good spotlight and break out, and that, and then she'll get the respect. You know, like like she said, watch me. So watch her. Pay attention. Um, Shout out to Liv Morgan. <laughs> Friend of the yes. show, Liv Morgan. Shout out to Liv Morgan. Lovely. On the Love, men's side. Lovely. Like I said yesterday, I'm gonna stick with it. Dominic Mysterio breaking yeah. <laughs> out 2023. This man gets all the idiomatic heat. Okay. I love, I love the new jailbird gimmick. Yes, the jailbird <laughs> gimmick, bro. Getting heat from that. People just hating, oh, what is he doing? He's playing around. He looked dead ass serious in there. He's he's like, I'm a he's like prison changer, man. All right. <laughs> he spent a, a night in jail and he's he's oh coming off prison changes the man. I do hard time. So pay attention to Dominic mm-hmm. Mysterio. Great all-around chemistry that he has with Judgment Day, with Finn, with Priest, especially with Rhea with Rhea. So yeah, man, he's he, he's gonna break out, no doubt. So that that's what those are my picks for that side. That side right here. All of this impact NXT. Yeah, he's not touching the you're not touching the red, uh, on my side. Or, or Story, our side. Stories matter to me because those were the <laughs> stories. Those, those are the stories I remember. You know, not no fucking acrobatic match. I'm supposed to remember. Oh, oh you remember that 360 spin? Oh no, I remember when Stone Cold shook hands with Vince McMahon and broke my fucking heart. I remember that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 fuck yeah, I remember that. That shit broke my heart. Come on, man. You got to give him a chance, man. You know, because I'm built differently. Built differently, bro. You know, are they? New Japan, I, I'll give them that. They're they're built different. But AEW, are they? Or are they just WWE like? Mm. <laughs> I mean, can, can we admit? Can anybody WWE show? Uh, I'm going to say yes. It is an influential. It is. Like, you can't sit down and hear bullshit me that, you know, all these other companies don't get what WWE does storyline-wise. Yes, they fucking do. I mean, are you going to bullshit me on that? I mean, and I'm talking about, you know, to the audience that are listening, watching. I mean, come on. Yes or no? WWE is the pinnacle. Well, it, it, it is, but my only retort to that would be, 
who else is telling stories? I mean, there's nobody else out there. Like Impact. Impact. MLW tells stories. No, yep. I, Impact yeah. does. No, no, no. Yeah, I get yeah, yeah. I get Impact. <laughs> no, I first of all, I mean no. And I mean absolutely no disrespect to Impact or MLW or Defy or Warrior Wrestling or Hog, you know, or any other independent wrestling promotion out there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mention AEW or New Japan for a reason. But there's nobody, and I mean nobody, like, WWE is WWE. They monopolized wrestling over the last fucking how many years? Like, Impact was around, New Japan was around, AEW wasn't. WWE was the, the kingpin. They'll always be the kingpin. But that's it. Like, there's... Come below. Regal Price like, is saying. I, I don't know. Like they're the kings. Like they're always be the kings. There we go. That's how I felt. That's exactly how I felt. Dumb shit. Some stupid ass shit. <laughs> you know why? Like and you know why that happened? Because Tony Khan, it, just like the tweet that Tony Khan sent out yesterday, when Tony Khan sent out the tweet, I wonder why all my wrestlers have been nice to me over the last twenty four hours. What a small dick tweet that is. I'm saying, dude, come on. You know what tells me you got a little dick, Tony Khan? By saying all my wrestlers have been nice to me over the last 24 hours because of this Vince shit. Stop it. Stop it. It's not funny. It's stupid. You're a clown. You're a clown. No one. Like, I'm a huge AEW supporter. And all I looked at that is, you're a fucking clown. That's it. You said it. Well, you right, said well, he was a clown when he celebrated for beating SmackDown for 30 minutes for head to head. And he was like the best thing ever. He won the, way, he won the ratings world, Devin. Like, you know he run bro, the, the game is not over. It's this in the game. What is the fuck are you talking about, bro? He won the ratings war. Come on, man. And then you're like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What Friday night ratings were? Wait, don't you know that 30 minutes we went? Had that that one time, that 30 minutes on that one day. Stop <laughs> it. Yo, well, I, I know before uh, Tim makes his picks here, I have a question for everybody. Because I've been thinking about it lately. I I, I kind of want to know what you guys think. I feel like AEW's show was 100 times better when Cody, the Bucks, and Kenny Omega was helped writing the show. I agree. I, I like had... It was a lot more fun to watch. Things made a little bit more sense. It didn't seem so just like segment after segment after segment. I feel like, see if Dynamite, wait, go back to, the, let me see. The uh, it's, it's yo, and there was a quick minute where I did think that Dynamite, <laughs> oh, yo, riddle me this. It was right after Punk and Brian and Cole fucking came that they actually, I thought they actually had a chance to compete with Raw's ratings because Raw's ratings were 1.5, 1.4. It was nothing crazy. Dynamite was doing 1.1 on Wednesdays. They were doing 1.5s on Mondays. If they were to go head-to-head, what's to say on the same night that they couldn't take some ratings from them? I didn't say they beat them. But now, not a chance in hell. Not a chance in hell, dude. It's bad. It's and it's not because it's not it's not because the product's bad. The show I just watched on Wednesday, excellent, was amazing, amazing. And oh, Devin, I see your look. I see your look. <laughs> I see your look. But over and over and over again, in in De Niro, you'll agree with me. The last like six weeks have been fantastic. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. 
what is only having good matches for people like us, casuals, who will enjoy it no matter what do for you? Nothing. After, Nothing. you know, Nothing. it's cool for the, like, until, like, the show's over. But it's not like you're walking away saying, that was a great episode. It's like, all right, cool. It's over. Let me let me go to bed. I got work in the morning. Like, right. Raw, Raw is like, damn, this shit makes you feel like, you know, those stories that they had, like, for the bloodline and the shit that they were doing with, like, Riddle and Seth Rollins. Like, that's the shit that you tell people the next day. Like, yo, you saw Raw. Like, who, who's really talking about, like, dream matches like that on AEW? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to have this big ladder match on Wednesday between Death Triangle and the Elite. And then when the show's over, that's like the extent of how much you really like, you know, are going to be talking about that show. Like we talk about it throughout the week because we come on here and we do podcasts for it. But it's not like if we really were like, you know, talking to people out there, we're not going to be continuing to talk about dream matches with no stories. The stories is what people talk about. The stories is what gets you invested in the product. The stories. (laughs) (laughs) Stories matter in pro wrestling. It does. Yeah. And AEW has stories. They just are either drawn out and weak. But it's not emotional storytelling, though. It's yeah. like I something that I can't like. I'm 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 feeling concerned about this segment, or I'm getting worried. Not like in the bloodline with Sammy, like shit. Travis yeah. started just berating him. It's like oh my That's god. That's a story. Oh my god. And AEW, you know, AEW has it occasionally because like I felt that invested when um a couple weeks, like, it was not even a couple weeks, a couple months ago, you had that whole thing with William Regal and MJF where they were talking about MJF's time in NXT and William Regal telling him to go on the indies and send me shit every month, and then William Regal stopped responding to him. Like, that was a story that was like, yo, this is must-watch television. But it's so few and far between that it's not going to keep you watching weekly. You know what I mean? Like, if you have that once every three, four months, then all the other shows are skippable if you're only looking for stories. I... I I'll tell you this. The last time I was actually emotional about a AEW story was Revolution 2020 between the mm-hmm. Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega and what was it? Uh, Hangman Page. Hangman, yeah. Yep. The story they was telling. I was captivated by that. Yep. They had history with each other and the match that they had was on point. I remember it to this day because it was the story that that pulled me in yeah and then the cherry on top was the match itself and i was like dude this is this is awesome this is what i want but that is the last time i was emotional tied to a story for AEW. everything Devin, else you didn't you didn't care about that punk mjf feud at all you didn't care about the dog collar match it was cool but i wasn't emotional about it though man that's some shit i forget about i was <laughs> like you i just, definitely was for that yeah you just brought it up and i'm like yeah okay i, I remember that now I'm you just, brought it up, that was a good feud no i mean like that was emotional no to you <laughs> <laughs> to me nah the other nah. point the other point i wanted to bring up i don't i don't get this comment at all my bad but hold yeah, on hold on yeah we're, I'll, we're I'll saying the fucking, we're bro, saying the opposite bro, bro, bro. here we're saying the um, opposite. My apologies. I was on mute. No, this is Bruce, actually, who's commenting. Bruce, I love so you. Bruce who? What's up, Bruce? Yep, you're Bruce. <laughs> Off rope, Bruce who? You're Bruce. That's like a rhyme. I'm you're a little Bruce. confused, though. Like, we, we were saying that we want more stories in AEW, and we were we would be more invested if there was more stories in AEW. I agree. Right. Yeah, because yeah, AEW's trash, Bruce. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. No, no, <laughs> to no, no, no. This is no. me. 
trash. Yo, but hold up, guys. This is my question before I answer. Well, Devin, first of all, you still got to go the whole left side, all right? No, he, um, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. He doesn't, he doesn't need oh, to do it. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, fine. Oh, all right, man. I'll go. I'll go. You know what? Second. I'll talk I about one promotion. Promote. I'll do you one better. I'll talk about one promotion. I'll talk about New Japan. I'll talk about I a knew, breakout I star. I'll talk about it. one breakout star. I'll talk about <laughs> Jay White. He's gonna break out and come to WWE. <laughs> okay. No, that's what's my gonna happen. God, that's what's gonna happen with Jay, Jay White, the breakout star coming out to WWE. There we go. That'd be funny. One right. side, you happy now? Before I go upon my way with the um, what we were talking about, breakout stars in each division on each company, my question is this: all right, and it irks me to fucking death. And anyone who's listening out there, tell me if it irks you to death. We get the bloodline together oh, every single week, so so it's not always the five of them because Roman will only appear um sporadically, which is good. Roman should only be there sporadically, but we get. Solo and Sammy and the Usos pretty much on every damn near show. You know, since the BCC has been together, they have not been together. What the four of them, the four of them, Brian, Max, Claudia Wheeler. What a fucking group. What a group. They haven't been together one time. When you talk about stories and putting shit together and every week you get members of the BCC fighting people, but you actually like this week, I made me laugh. Mox and Brian were a team last week. Mox and Claudia were a team. We've had weeks where Claudio and Brian were a team. Yeah. Why haven't we ever seen the four of them together? You want to talk about stories and putting shit together and solidifying factions and whatever, but you never seen the four of these fucking guys together where you see the bloodline, not Roman, but again, mind you, sporadically where it's supposed to be, but you get solo Sammy Usos every single fucking Monday and Friday. As a unit, yeah. De Niro, what's your thought on it? Because I know Devin's. Not yet. I feel like it's not even a real faction because, like, it's just a bunch of, like, just random Fact. matches with random times. Like, there's not – you never even had a promo with them all in the same ring. Like, not I think the only time you've seen them all together, together – Yeah. I was just thinking – I was about to say, I think the only time was that Blood and Guts match, but Brian wasn't even there. That's why Claudio took his place. So, Brian wasn't even a part of that. But that was, like, the closest you ever saw them all together. So, yeah, I, I never really looked at them as a faction. They were just, like, a fucking title. Like, they had a title over their head with the BCC, but they weren't a faction because if you're not a team, then you're not a team, you know? So, I don't know. It, I agree with that. Like, you had a big missed opportunity. Imagine how cool it would have been if they had, like, BCC, like, fucking, like, track suits and you're all in the ring lined up, like, fucking Imperium, and then you have William Regal cutting a promo. That would be fucking insane. But they didn't go that route. AW has a lot of missed opportunities with their factions. Like one of them is the Pinnacle. Pinnacle could have been the next MJF. That was your creation. You came out with this big speech, and it was supposed to be something similar to how Triple H was doing with Evolution, just breaking everybody, the members. But yo shit, yo shit flopped. Evolution, it was some game changers right there. But yo shit, it was just the stories telling, man. It was just the way they presented their factions. I think they're. It might be something with House of Black. It, it feels, it feels like a unit. It feels like they're trying to insert dominance, which is part of a part of what a faction is supposed to do. So I, that's what I get. Every other faction, I don't give a fuck. They're not, they're not trying to insert their will or their dominance. Like they're trying to take over territory. Not even JSS. They're just all about having fun. 
Good. You mean you don't like the Andrade family office? <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, this is all gone. They're back to the Hardy party. And they're back to the uh, Andrade ain't even a part of LFI anymore. Roosh, 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 Roosh is finally taking that over with Paolo P- Pellegrisio. Oh, and, we just uh, saying Roosh, he's a game changer. Uh, Roosh is a bet. <laughs> Yo, I Roosh swear, man, I, I, I swear, Roosh versus Andrade, Roosh shits all over him, dude. Roosh is a bad man. If you want to compare, oh, I don't wait. disagree. Uh, you, uh, hold on, you played, you said something, and I'll play it for you. He's a bad man, man. Yes, he is. I could agree there. If you put a matchup the, at their prime between Rush and Andrade when he was um, what was he with the mask? I forgot it. What was it again? Um, sombra. So la sombra, yeah. La, la sombra, I la think sombra. yeah, la sombra. I think yeah, Rush would fucking yeah, Rush would will win. He's no doubt about it. Rush is way over than than Andrade. As much, I love Andrade, but I I love more Rush because he has more charisma on the mic. He could, if you go back and look at his promos on CMML and AAA, this motherfucker could go and could talk shit. Mm-hmm. And and man, those corner drop kicks are just beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. We're, hey, we're waiting for your picks, Tim. Man, go oh, ahead. Shit. Oh, let me. Yo, we've been talking. I'll run this right quick. I'll start from right and I'll go back to the left. Impact Wrestling. It's as simple as this. It is easily Steve Macklin. That dude deserves nothing but world championship. Good pick. Easy peasy. If not him, it's Speedball for sure. Speedball's a motherfucking man. But Steve Macklin, put the belt on him. Let Speedball change it off him. Women's side, Giselle Shaw. Always been Giselle Shaw. She is fucking awesome. NXT. No one talked about Carmelo Hayes, really. I mean, I know he's already not broken out, but... He ain't the world champ, is he? Motherfucker needs to win that world title. He's my he should have won star. that world title. He should have been a world contender, as a matter of fact. Right. No, it will be. No, I agree with you, and it'll be Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker WrestleMania weekend. Carmelo Hayes will win that belt. Also, if there's like ever, um, I need to choose another breakout star. Julius Creed and um, that's a good pick. Briggs, yeah. the big one, Briggs from Briggs and Jensen. I think no Jensen. Jensen from Briggs and Jensen. That dude's a fucking G. Women's side of things. Corey Jade. She hasn't broken out for shit. I don't know what you guys are talking about. She ain't one shit. <laughs> you know what she will do? <laughs> Corey Jade will win this battle royal. And then she will beat Roxanne. Like I've been saying for a minute now. And then you know what will happen? Roxanne will chase her. So WrestleMania weekend. The same weekend Roxanne will win the belt back. And Mello will win the belt. at The his title. Which is. Why those two will be the breakout superstars for me. Creed Brothers, all day. I hope they go to the main roster, though, dude. I fucking love those two guys just so, 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 so much. As far as WWE goes, I don't know. I don't really have any breakout superstars, so to speak, for the (laughs) WWE. If you want to talk about winning a world title, it's got to be Cody. I I hope it doesn't happen. I hope hope Roman's the breakout superstar. I hope Roman keeps Ah, that that. year. I also there's the one right there. I also <laughs> hope that the WWE has a USA policy where they make a champion uh, a championship for Raw 
and it's Seth Rollins. He more than deserves to win a world championship. That's not breaking out by any means, but he deserves to win the world championship. And on the women's side, it's Rhea Ripley. What has she won? She has never won a fucking women's championship. No one brought her up. I'm so amazed by that. But Rhea needs to go in and beat. She was Monday Night Raw champion. I I thought yeah, she, she was. Was yeah, she? She she beat Oscar by Mania. I rescind that, but she hasn't won a women's championship in a long fucking time, so mm. she will go in and she will beat Bianca for that title at WrestleMania. I do like uh, Alexa Bliss, too, to have a breakout 2023. She hasn't really done much of anything in a long time. Swinging over to AEW. Damn, breakout over there? War though, I've been saying it. He isn't broken out for shit. He is your sexy beauty. Oh my juicy! Where's Warlow? If you're gonna break out, he was was so over for how long, and then he didn't do. He's like irrelevant. He was getting booed against Samoa Joe. Mm. That was fucked up. Like he went from like being the most overact in the company to getting booed in four months. How do you fucking let that shit happen? It's got to be Warlow. But also, Powerhouse Hobbs is a fucking G. Strap mm-hmm. everything to that dude. If you're having this guy defend this All-Atlantic Championship <laughs> against fucking Americans left, right, and the other thing, just have Hobbs fucking fight pockets one day and fucking destroy him. Put a belt on Powerhouse Hobbs right away. On the women's side of things, my girl Ty hasn't held any singles gold. Let her break out. That JAS segment on uh, Dynamite this past week, Action and Dreddy broke down six oh, dudes. By- Fucking <laughs> 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 vaguely meant that. Fuck Wardlow. Action and Dreddy broke down six dudes by himself, and then it took the JAS women to do something about it. And when I seen fucking that look, Anna, Anna J.A.S. take the chair. Ty hit the low blow. I was like, there we go. We got Ty and Anna J.A.S. coming up against Willow and Ruby in a fucking another no-holds-bar match. And then maybe we get someone beating Jade. Like, Stat comes back, beats Jade, and then Ty beats Stat in, like, October. Ty, my 2023 breakout woman. ROH, men, swerve. Swerve beats Claudio for the ROH championship. Whose house? Swerve's house. They're doing this shit for a fucking reason. Love Claudio. But put Swerve over. Put that belt on him, dude. That shit. That dude needs that belt, dude. And who better? Swerve. Put on him. Women's side of thing. Athena better not lose that belt for like a year. There's no woman around who could touch her. Let her just go and punk bitches out. For the next year, <laughs> New Japan, Hanari, Aussie Open. You see the theme, United Empire, all day. Will Ospreay beat Kenny eventually. Not for that U.S. title. Fuck that belt. Win the G1. Beat Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 18. It's all about United Empire. And it's not breaking out. But has Will Ospreay win the G1? No. Has he beat Okada at Wrestle Kingdom? No. Breakout, boy. Aussie Open, break out. Jeff Cobb, go get that U.S. title for Kenny. All about UE in 2023. And on the women's side of things, Mercedes 
Monet. 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 <laughs> so you saying Mercedes is not a star yet? I'm saying, what did she get over there? I'm just saying, what, what she need to break out of? She's if she's a star. What? I'm just what she saying. Gotta go break out. What has she done? She 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 she's won a nothing. star already. What she, she didn't wrestle. She didn't done nothing. She got she like, got star power. The whole crowd was silent on her when she walked out. That's a Japanese crowd. What are we talking about then? Go you get yeah. Go break out. I, even I know that, and I casually mm. view the New Japan crowd. And yet, I know that. What, so, what, what, what is she gonna do? Oh, I could easily say that match between Kyrie and Tam was fucking awesome, hard hitting as fuck. I didn't, yo, that match between Kyrie and Tam for five minutes made me actually want to listen to these people who watch Stardom and go watch it because they beat the shit out of each other. Like they did, hard hitting like it was. It was awesome, but mercedes didn't win shit yet in so you're telling me she ain't gonna move the needle then for new japan and uh i didn't start i don't know what needle there is to move though that's the whole thing what, what, what needle do you move no, no, the, no, the american no, board what do you move? no 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 no, she or, did. Uh, she it was that when Kyrie Sane that botched it. Yeah, Look yeah, yeah. No, Look at the bullshit. side by side. Yeah, that's bullshit. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, Kyrie Sane no. was supposed to land on her feet, then yeah. drop to her knee. Yep. yep. Yeah, no, no, that was no, that was Kyrie. It, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't, no. It wasn't, I'm team Mercedes all day. No, no, no. That better not be the map. From what I'm saying, I'm Mercedes. Yeah, all but day. okay. She's but gonna... what I'm trying to okay, but but what we're trying to tell you is that. Mercedes is gonna move the needle for the American audience and the American market. She's oh, right. gonna be no, yes. I, I was just asking that's what, what we're like, trying to tell you. She needs to move. That's the like, needle like, and, and yeah. for New Japan overall, because now you're really gonna give the American audiences the casual well, audience. Well, to baby. look Push at chips. Let's look go. at Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it, baby. I love Mercedes, dude. I was so fucking about that. Oh, I thought she was about to right challenge there. Kyrie right there on the spot. Like I was like, let's go. No, okay. She botched by picking that as a finisher to begin with. It takes two to get the timing on that right. So it's not all on Kyrie. So she's just <laughs> Kyrie does not get blamed. Any accountability on it, Nick. Oh man. <laughs> cool. If you love if you the saw lobby, it, I like it. I love it too. <laughs> we have I mean, Price, you have to go back and look at it again in slow motion. You could tell that Kyrie was the one that landed on her knees first. Yeah, she landed on her there. knees, yeah. yeah right. I'm sure. not saying you're you're not wrong. Cool. She That was, all right, she messed up on that by picking that finisher, but you just said it takes two to tango. By that logic, Kyrie <laughs> needs to get blamed for that as well. She wants to change up her moveset, cool, but that particular finisher is way too complicated for her skill level. And I'm done with this uh, conversation. Skill level? Skill level. He's one of the best <laughs> women's wrestlers ever. Well done. 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 He's one of the best women's wrestlers go. ever. That was a contradiction yeah, for that. Like, hold time. on. We gotta, it takes two to tango, and then you want to get nah, bro. I'm done. Ivan, send him the link. Before we, this is the last topic of the night, right here. We close it out here. Free agency so far that we know of 2023. These are the six individuals that I have here. I mean, officially, even though she's uh Mercedes is only what signed the six, seven matches only, well, but she's still a free agent. <laughs> he's not he's not a free agent. 
He's not oh, a free okay. agent yet. He's not. <laughs> Tim, he's not a free agent yet. Tim Kim did send right now earlier on the chat. He did send about Tonga Tonga, which I didn't know about. That's why it really caught me off guard. Uh, that's why I added him to this picture. Hiko yeah, Leo. He's interested. Yeah. And Hiko Leo, of course, is interested. Yeah. That dude's tall as shit. Six nine. He's at uh, Impact like, Emergence. I'm like, holy shit, you're tall. Oh, yeah, you saw that. You were there, right? When yeah. you saw him. Tell me that motherfucker ain't tall, right? Like, yeah. Is, is he taller than Big Show? Or uh, nah, I never nah, seen nah. Big Show up that I, I seen Big Show. Big Show is all up seven feet. Like, that That was no <laughs> exaggeration. I'm 6'1". I was like this. Hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah, let's talk about the free agency. I know Cardona, of course. As much as people want to hate on this guy, I'm going to give him props and his wife, Chelsea Green. They did wonders for 2022 for their careers. Yeah, you can't hate they, on that. You can't hate on that. They fucking still be talked about to this day. You know, that's why, you know, he teases the rumble. Chelsea brings down her OnlyFans. Maybe she's heading to WWE. We don't know. That's just dirt sheet, but we're just, you know, listen, we're opinionators. We're not factual once again. But I want to get you guys' thoughts of it. See, there you go. See, yeah. 2025. Is that dirt sheet talk? Sound like dirt sheet talk. Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan, you. <laughs> See? Look, look, Tim. Even even you saying Mercedes moves my needle. <laughs> oh, she's definitely a needle mover. I'm not saying she's not. I was just asking, like, what the needle is she supposed to be moving? Because they don't have. What do they have to move? That's all I was asking. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love, I love it. Mercedes. Oh no, I love her. But you, we have these by far these six people right here. Where should they go? Where do you think they fit? Where wants to take the floor? Remember, you guys are all hosts. Take the floor. I'm just the moderator right here on this question. What wants to go? I say all six of them should go to WWE. And that's uh, all. Hey, 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 I'm not even joking, yo. Like, I know you're not. I, I can't yeah, think of them. For that. Third third, yeah. <laughs> yo, I can't see any of them in AEW, to be honest. And I mean, they could go to AEW, but they're going to be on Dark and YouTube for like most of their career. Shit, I think that Nick Aldis fits in WWE. I think Matt Cardona fits in WWE. But I would like to see if Cardona does go back, I would like to see him as Matt Cardona. Like, don't come mm -hmm. back as Zack Ryder because you totally changed your character. You made a new name for yourself. And built yourself back up just to go back to Zack Ryder, it wouldn't make sense. So him and um, Chelsea Green pair them up, have the same chemistry that they had on the Indies, bring that shit to uh, WWE. Tamatanga, Tunga, I'll about to say Tungalo is Tungalo also a free agent or no? That I know so far only Tamatanga and Hikolo. So Hikoleo, Tamatanga, I could see them definitely in the WWE. And I said this shit on Thursday. I, I could see. Mercedes, Sasha, whatever you want to call her, I could see her back in WWE by the end of the year. Year eight. Okay. Yeah. He, oh no, he said yeah. that. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't resign if they bring him back as Zack Ryder. I, mm -hmm. I totally, I'm with you. Just stay put. Just yeah, stay man, put I'm with. Uh, I'm I'm with De Niro 110. There's no way in fuck Zack Ryder comes back to the WWE. <laughs> That'd be s nine as fuck in this day and age. They know people are on Twitter, even if it's like 22 percent of their audience is on Twitter. 
There was no way that corny ass Zack Ryder comes back when Matt Cardona was basically the king of the Indies over the last fucking 18 months. And Chelsea, Jesus Christ, like, look at her. My God, just fucking look at her. She is to a T. Thumbs up. Perfect 10. And she took her, her page down. And if she took her page down, that only means that they are making their way back to the king of professional wrestling or sports entertainment, whatever it is that you want to call it. <laughs> that man right there, Nick Aldis. You can find his first free agency interview on the Universal Wrestling Podcast right here on YouTube or the UWPod.com. Check it out for sure. You can find out all of his oh! I fully expect Nick Aldis to be in WWE as long with his wife at some part at some point. As long as Vince does stay the fuck away, because you know how we feel about you know, I'm sure they feel very similarly. As Dirty Stories report, if Vince is back, they don't want to be a part of it, but that's not what we're talking about here. I think all this will be a part of WWE, which will be fucking awesome because you have multiple things he can do, whether it's mid card stuff, stuff with Cody, stuff with Drew, stuff with Sheamus, just elevate talent all over the place, and that'll bring Mickey in as well. Flip it to the other side. What we're looking at here, we got a six foot nine monster. We got Tama Tonga, who has done nothing but elevate himself into singles picture over the last 18 months. We're missing, you know, you got X, you got Y, we're missing Z. We're missing fucking uh, Tonga Loa. So we bring in the Girls of Destiny and we bring in Hikaleu, just adding more Samoan flavor to the main card. Whether it's bloodline against the bloodline, solo, adding the solo, feuding with the Usos, being with the Usos, Gorillas of Destiny against the Usos has been a dream match for people for so long. Gorillas of Destiny in fucking Hikaleu against the Usos and Solo, if booked properly, could be fucking beautiful. Plus, you got Roman, you got Bloodline, you got fucking blood all over that place. And then I have a question, Tim, real quick, not to cut you off. I have a question. If you do bring in Tungaloa, do you make him Camacho again? No, no, no just so I just watched him on that bike on the Royal Rumble the other night. I was watching it. I was like, oh my god, there's a ton of and yeah. fucking Hunico. They were on that bike. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, dude, no, dude, hell no, bro. De Niro, I totally Man. forgot that Tongue Law was fucking Camacho. Yep. I forgot that he was Camacho. Yep. Or my most pertinent take is this. That woman, she's a fucking superstar. I hate that you guys would even suggest that I said that she couldn't move the needle. She couldn't do this. She is everything. She is too big for all elite wrestling, which is why she won't go there, which is why when you guys said she couldn't move the needle, I laughed. I'm like, it's preposterous. And what needle? She, she, I've said she can't go to all elite wrestling because she's too big for that company. She would more than move the needle. Would you? I don't know, like what the actual ratings would do. Hey, I think I, I, I debated with the and I'm just that, how she a breakout baby. star then. Um, but because she hasn't won a title, that was my fucking thing. No, man, it seemed like just I don't know herself right there. I'm just, I'm just calling what it out. What do you want me to say? Tam Nakano is my New Japan wrestling breakout star for women? I don't know a fucking woman in New Japan. Do you? No. No. I don't. <laughs> oh, what the fuck, man? I'm not going to talk about it. already a star. I'm like, what the fuck is a breakout star? I thought man. she was a good choice oh. because she's winning the belt, but Mercedes, 
too big. Just like I said, Bray was Mercedes too big for AEW. Mercedes, she's gonna beat Kyrie and win that belt, and she'll also be in WWE before the end of the year. That's where I think Mercedes ends up. So I guess De Niro, I think all six of them do end up in WWE. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, look, I, I, I everything what you said, De Niro, I, I, I do agree. But I wouldn't mind Nick Aldis to go to New Japan because he can help New Japan strong. And New Japan strong is done. Uh, I was looking it up. And is it done? Yeah. Now with the, the season is done. The season is done. No, but I was looking it up that there might not be another season. They want to really make the Ring of Honor show the go-to place to see New Japan talent in the United States. They, oh, that's what true. the partnership is. That's mm. fucking bullshit. If they do mm. that, I'm going to be pissed off because <laughs> fucking Tony <laughs> Khan, you piece of shit. Hey, man, that, that's you, that's not New Japan. That's not New Japan. They agree to it. So yeah, well, Tony man, Khan, well, that's the hey, point. Yeah. But he's the one. Yeah, yeah, but he's the one. Oh, hell yeah. Look, I'm going to sell you my app. Here is my application. What fuck? Oh, my God. I'm going to get into it. Yeah. It's another story to talk about. <laughs> if it happens, I'm going to be pissed off because now I can't see him no more. I used to go, to go see him, man. That's bullshit. Fuck you, Tony Khan, what you did. And Rocky Romero, if you had something to do with it, you too. Fuck you too, you fucking idiot. I'm it sorry. I'm just digressing. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's just... That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I had like, to. <laughs> I know. Hey, you had. I know you had to. It's bullshit, Devin. Damn it. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. But Nick Aldous, I feel he could fit. I, I, maybe so. He could be the national treasure uh, for New Japan. I, you know, he could probably. Uh, maybe he could, he could start a faction. Maybe over there. I don't know. He could do something out there. Um. Alongside with his wife, Mickey James, because maybe uh, I don't know if Mickey's gonna be a free agency after. I don't know if anybody knows here, but that's why they put it in the overlay because I, I don't know if she's gonna be a free agent. So I mean, she is, and I mean, no matter what, I think all these six individuals, well, five, first of all, I'm not misleading Mercedes, they all fit in WWE for sure. I mean, all of them, Matt Cardona, goes Cardona, Chelsea, B. You know, the, the queen of hardcore along with Matt Cardona. I love that. I still will go with it. I know they were rumoring your windows, quote on that, quote, you know, fuck their sheets, that Chelsea was going to be the new leader of Toxic Attraction, which it, it would fit in my opinion, too. She's toxic and she's attractive. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Yes. Dad jokes. Sorry. Horrible. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I like it. Uh, you know, Gorillas of Destiny, Bloodline, we've been asking for that forever. Mm -hmm. If if Papa H can make it happen to sign all Gorillas of Destiny, let's say if, you know, Bacon mentioned a comment, well, Tonga, you know, Tonga Loa, he's still, what, New Japan? Hell yeah, buy him out of the contract. Fuck it, let him go. Why not? And have them in the Bloodline because, okay, can I? I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Uh, I want to ask you guys. So, I know there's a difference between the Samoans. So I know there's a Samoa, and there's Tonga family, right? Yeah. So, Gorillas of Destiny are Tonga, right? They're yeah. all fully Tonga. Yeah, they they from the Isle of Tonga. That's um, 
Haku's. But you know what? The thing is, it's like they all grew up like close to each other because Haku was close with the family and the Wild Samoans. So like they all consider each other like family, but they're not necessarily family. That's why like even like Jimmy Snooker, who was from like Fiji, he was not a part of the Samoan dynasty, but they still consider like Tamina and Jimmy Snooker like a part of that family just by like association, you know? Mm. Okay, I didn't know that. See, and then let's see what Kamenga's from Tonga, Manga's raised from his adoptive father. Okay. So, I mean, I I don't know how you feel about a travel chief. That would be a great fucking feud. Gorillas of Destiny, Bloodline. I would love that. To see. Give, I it to me. Give it to me. I want yeah. everybody. I want everybody. I want all of it. I want the smoke. Just say it. You want all WWE and nothing else. No, you know what? But Mercedes, she could do her thing, you know, go on tour, stardom, New Japan, even if you want to do a little bit of A-dub just for a day. I just don't see it, man. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to see it, though. I don't either. I, I'm the one that been, you know, De Niro and I debated on Thursday. I said, this is where I where I got it. I said, you, how, you, how are you going to bring someone non-contracted that's going to show up? Yeah, I get De Niro's point when he said, yeah, don't get the eyes on their on AEW. They mm-hmm. get the eyes. They get the market value. I get that, but you're gonna overshadow the roster you have currently and bring a part timer just to come and say, "Hey, how's it going?" By hey, there you go. Give me my 15 minutes while everybody else gets their five minutes or less than that and leaves. How do you think the women will well, feel? How do you think how we? How do you think like the roster will feel? Like you son of a bitch. You're literally gonna give a star, which yes. She is a star. I'm not denying that. But you want to build your women's roster, right? What the fuck are you doing, man? You're bringing someone else to do it for you? And and my my, my thing was... Take up the spot. The yeah, only spot they give to the women. My <laughs> thing was, going... she might not leave. That's the thing. Like, she might oh. like the creative freedom and say, hey, like, you know, I get to wrestle the way I want to wrestle. I get to push mm-hmm. the character I want to push. I'm going to stay here. And like my example was like Sting when he came into TNA in 06, that was supposed to be a one-off. And then it became, all right, I'll do a couple shots. And then it became, he signed for like 10 fucking years because he fucking fell in love with it. Mercedes might fall in love with AEW if she comes in for a couple shots. So, And my only retort to that would be if you were truly going to bring her in, which I don't think they're going to bring her in. I think it's going to be Rosa, which will be a surprise. Like a good surprise at times. And like every sign said that CM Punk was coming in, which is why they stole out the United Center. You're going to bring Mercedes in. She's on the caliber of CM Punk, in my opinion. A real needle mover. Okay. Never thought she wasn't. A real fucking needle mover. So you fuck, you push it, you market her like a real needle mover. But they haven't done that for this, which makes me think they're not going to bring Mercedes in. And ultimately, if you're going to bring Mercedes in, you want to put that rating. You're at 850, 850, 850, 870, 870. You bring Mercedes in, main event it. I know, God forbid you main event it. They did it with Jamie, though. All right. They made event of that Jamie Sheen at fucking Austin. But you bring Mercedes in, you main event that match. Mercedes ain't coming. All you people who think Mercedes are coming, Mercedes is coming, stop it. I don't see it. I don't see it either. I mean, everybody keeps thinking that she is. She's not coming. She is not going to AEW. She said it on the post conference. He's marketing it. I haven't speak, sorry. 
No, no, yeah, you're right. I'm, 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 I'm tag teaming with you on this one, brother. Yeah. Just, no, no, no. There I is know, no. I know, I know, I know Danny. She is. She is not. And then she does. It for me, would make no fucking sense to. There really isn't. I mean, it does not make any. Make any if Tony sense Khan to cared about women's wrestling, then yeah, there's a chance. But there's the results. It's, yeah, it's not a see, guess. I see the for, results. Mm-hmm. And I'm that's what I'm Good. just judging on. I'm not judging on. I'm not spectating. You don't care about women's wrestling, and it's proof in the way you format the show around it, man. Yeah, that no agreed, and that's the problem. That, that's why I if her becoming, I feel will overshadow the women in the roster, even though it's part time. I'm still gonna fight for that because the fact that you're bringing someone, and you're gonna give her with your oversaturated roster with. You know, you have two hours on Wednesdays, one hour on Fridays. What are you going to – four, three hours in total, right? You're going to give her 15, 20-minute matchups? Are you going to give her that? And the rest of your watch sure. roster you're going to give? Which I'm not saying they shouldn't, but what about your rest of them? Because she's not going to last forever. I know, I know, Danilo, I know you're saying that, oh, she might like it. Like what? Like, she, what is it that like? She left, she left WWE what for a reason. Like? Uh, WWE yeah, didn't hire her. Well, well, she left WWE for a reason because right? they don't see the value in her, man. They, exactly. they they basically treat her like Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes is like, all right, bet I'm gonna bet on myself, and now they see the value in Cody Rhodes. So I but think it's, saying, it's, a, it's right? a parallel situation with uh, Mercedes. Like, they don't see the value in her like the way she does. So she's going to market herself around certain wrestling promotions and so like hey no you're gonna pay for me now now that i agree with that 100 that's what i'm saying like she might like the fact that AEW values her and gives her the opportunities that she wants she might like the fact that she has more creative freedom over her character and her promos so that's what i'm saying if she goes does a couple shots for AEW, she might fall in love with that product yeah, and what's gonna happen? No, is it happening? Thank you. Exactly, you just said it. Thank you. See, I'm gonna have the same shit. I wasn't trying to say in the dick way, <laughs> but I'm saying no, be real, son. But other than no, 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 be real, no. son. Say it. Ne- next to CM Punk, she's the biggest name they've ever brought in. She's bigger than Brian. She's bigger than Adam fucking Cole. Like. She's bigger than everyone they've ever brought in. She's bigger than fucking Soraya. Sorry. Soraya, Soraya has a biopic. Five years ago. <laughs> ain't fucking relevant anymore. Like, she's oh, fucking... Well, they, already, they already killed her star power. They she did. came in, big debut, and then... Nah, yeah. I don't they know. I, uh... She's still in that... She's still in the program where they're pushing the mystery. Yeah, I'm not going to go as far as that. But Mercedes is bigger than anyone they've ever brought in, not named Punk. So I don't think they're bringing her in solely for the fact that they'd be marketing the fuck out of this. Do, do you think work. she's a bigger star than Jericho? No, she, but Jericho <laughs> Jericho originated the company, bro. I'm sorry. Jericho Jordan. made the company. It's really different. You know, I'm sorry. De- but no, Devlin. Niro, no. De- Devlin. 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 Who's Devlin? <laughs> he said, "Get it right." Come at me, come correct. De Niro, I feel you though. No, I, I, I think they may be on parallel levels, but he started oh. the company. You know, nah, I think, yeah, yeah. So it's a big difference because he being he and OG, you know, it's a big difference. Like I said, I, I just don't see Mercedes going. Man. I just don't. I really do not see if she does. I feel it's gonna hurt 
the women in that roster currently, honestly, I feel it will. Yeah, they'll say that, oh, my God, yeah, we, we got a good star. Hey, yeah. You think she's going to be like, oh, yeah, well, you got to put me over, though. You think she's going to fucking lose to either one of these women? I don't think so. Nor should she. I, Shouldn't lose to anybody. <laughs> hey. I'll tell you what, she might now, not. Now, um, now, now, nothing. She, she might. Jade, she should be Brett. She should be Soraya. She should be Jamie. She I, should be Rosa. Yeah. Die blue. She my, beat them all. My, my thing is this. She might not end up in AEW, but AEW would be fucking stupid to not pursue her. Like, with no, AEW needs Mercedes, but Mercedes doesn't need AEW. Exactly. It's like Jay White. I'll basically say about Jay White. Jay White doesn't need WWE, but WWE needs a Jay White. No. Yeah. I do disagree with that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, but yeah, no, no. I agree with you, Devin. Like, they they need her. Devlin. She doesn't need them. Oh, not that. De- no, Devlin. Devlin. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. Devlin. 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 The check or just one division. Con is going to get. Yo, I put up my way up on. I put up my way up, but like five hours ago on Floor Sleeper Sports Twitter, you should check it out. I said. This is can't miss a Jaguars money line and the fucking Chiefs money line. 150 to win 110. Winner. I forgot. Hey, I didn't know about Sam Callahan. Well, if it is true, Sammy Callahan should. Mm. What do you think about Sammy, Trouble Chief? You seen Sammy live, right? Did you did you see him? Oh, yeah. Well, he was boxing all over the goddamn arena. Well, not the arena, but the, the gymnasium, basically, it was. But, uh, yeah, they was all over the place, though. It was wild. But, yeah. In WWE, I don't know. Right? I don't <laughs> know either. I don't I, know. I don't, I don't see him mixing. You know what? I would actually, with his type of character, I would actually try him out in NXT. Mm-hmm. I would try him out in NXT. I would give him a try and see how he'll gel with the other characters. Maybe a Joe Gacy, some character like that. And go from there. What type of story they can tell? I'm like, okay, I see potential. <laughs> Oh man! But what, what what was Sammy before? Remember what was his character in NXT before? Remember the, he was the he hacker was, Solomon Crow. No, 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 no! In NXT, yeah, he was he was a hacker. Wait, he was Solomon Crow. Solomon Crow, yeah. Oh, you're right. He was son of a bitch. You're right about that. You know, and then in, in uh, Lucha Underground, you're thinking of um his character in Lucha Underground, right? Jeremiah Crane or some shit. Like yeah, that. Jeremiah yeah. Crane. That's what I was thinking about. Sammy Callahan, ah, I'm with you too, Travel Chief. I think give him a give him a shot and imagine him and, and the schism. Schism. Mm. I will love that. Actually, I pretty will fucking love that. I don't know. Uh Osprey's gonna be a free agent. I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything about that. But I mean, man, I don't know, gentlemen. This is tough. I think now here's the question. Are we gonna see all of these? People except for Mercedes at the Royal Rumble. Nah. Uh, no, I don't think so. no, I think we might see Cardona to be honest, but I don't know yeah. about um, Cardona or Chelsea Green, one or the other. Yeah. Everybody else, nah. I don't think we I see. Don't see all I can see all three on the right. I yeah, yeah, I can see all this too. I just can't I've see seen the interview from Universal. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna give him another 
I'm gonna give him a few months because he, he might be a, a surprise like Raw after Mania, you know? Yeah, there we go. I can see that happening. I don't see him going to NXT though. I think straight. Oh yeah. yeah, SmackDown yeah. Oh man, NXT like, would be tough, man. Yeah. That would be that would be bad. Hikaleo is the only person on this. Well, Chelsea Green, but Hikaleo really is the only person on the screen who should go to NXT. Hmm. Really? I, I mean, uh, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green got called up right before she got released. So, like, she yeah. to get to go back. Chelsea to the- Green, the leader of Toxic Attraction on the main roster. Sign me up. I like um, that. I like that. I like that. I'll fuck with that. Him. I like that. All right, fucking uh, bite the band because someone is asking me to ask you guys, and this is a person, a private message. Fine, okay, we'll ask it. I'm scared. Uh, yeah, they, they, they want to ask. They really asked me because was that the question? Tomatanga versus Roman? No, <laughs> I was like, uh, I was gonna yeah. say, like, no, that's not. I was the one to take the title from Roman. I'll type it in. Maybe it's solo. Wins. Maybe <laughs> they want to know because they asked me who wins the rumble. They want to know. Vince McMahon. No <laughs> way. Gotta do it. You won it before. <laughs> Who wins the Rumble? Oh, okay. They asked us to do it. Who wants to take over in this one? I, 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 Travel Chief, let the Rock. Know. I go yeah, with the I Rock. Know. I know you said it's, the Rock a, last night. It's a dead <laughs> giveaway with that picture. So electrifying. So it, it seems like who they're all staring at, huh? Who are staring at on the other side? I'm guessing it's it's you know the original head of the table, um, who, who built the table. I say the architect, the building, foundation. Yeah. All right, one of the OGs of uh, Tribal Chief, but he's not the current Tribal Chief at the table right now. <laughs> but The Rock, I think he will come out probably most likely number thirty because he's Hollywood now. So play it safe. Man, <laughs> he over in Royal Rumble. People might not like it, but hey, this is uh, WWE. This is about it's about the numbers. Yes, true. I mean, uh, now. I I think you know, my heart says Cody, my brain says Rock. So I go with this. There you go. I go with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think either one of those two. I think I'm I'm happy. You know what I mean? TK, are we only doing the men's right now? Oh yeah, that's right. That's a, that's a good. Oh question. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I was chilling when Devin went. I didn't know, like, I didn't know what we. Were well, let's do the women's too. Fuck it. Let's, let's, let's do the men and then go back around for the women. All right, cool. Here we go. Cool. I'll hit the men. I like that. I'll hit the men. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I yo, first of all, the Rock came out for the Royal Rumble. I fucking. Hey man, I bob out. I laid it up for me. I was like, oh, finger roll. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta fucking hold on. I gotta be myself. We clipping that too. If the the rock came out for the Royal Rumble, I pop hard as fuck. All right. I just don't think that's a thing that's gonna happen. Like, you think Dwayne, our future president, is going to come out and win a Royal Rumble in 2023? I don't. If anything, I think they can swerve us maybe with Seth. It'll either be Seth or Cody. 
Sadler Cody win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to go with Seth. Mm. Seth Rollins is going to win the men's Royal Rumble, but he will not take a belt from the Tribal Chief. They will make this USA Network belt that I've been talking about for like six months into fruition. And then he will find an opponent to fight at Mania, whether it's Drew or Cody. Seth fucking Rollins wins the Royal Rumble. Mm. Hey, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I like that choice. I do dub him the only one who's worthy of dethroning my tribal chief. What about John Moxley? That's all I wanted. That, that, that's going to happen when, uh, when Warner Discovery purchases WWE. That'll happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not a chance. Where's Ivan? He ain't dipped off, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, oh, there, there you go. Sorry. I, I just always just start like because Ben just went with everything. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I'm sorry. I just had to hold myself. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> oh, I love you, Tim. You are the man. You're uh, you're. Oh. Hey, I'm loving this Saturday night. I'm 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 happy that I'm spending with my family here once again. Look on. Uh, um. Okay, let's talk with the men's side. How dinner? Was. Um. Uh, like I said, when I when I mentioned on Thursday, I said. I love what Bloodline's doing right now, them taking over both brands, take over hostile takeover, because now it makes the world almost so antis- intriguing, giving it anticipation for us to see, because now you have the talent to be like, fuck this, now I need to win this rumble because they're mad at the you know bloodline. So they wanna win it. And I love it. it's the best story right now going in WWE. Bloodline taking over fucking both brands. What one can you get? I mean, it's fantastic. Now, winning it, tough one. I heard of he said, Sammy saying, Yeah, that would be a great story. I love it. You know what? I'll say this as a great alternative if they're not able to lock down Rock and Tribal Chief. They want to pivot to, hey, we're going to have Sammy Zane get the keys. He's going to be the Royal Rumble winner, but he's still going to lose at the end of the day. Cool. I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, but yeah, that's yeah. like that's like DB and that's like Kofi. No, you haven't beat your tribal chief, my dude. You haven't beat your tribal chief. Mm. But what the look? No. Uh, Bakley, Bakley. No. You, you, if you didn't watch Clark Street, no. he's made a good valid point last night about those promos. And Devin, you can vouch for that too because you heard him last. Obviously, what he said about the promos. Now it makes it feel like that Cody may not even win it because of those fucking promos. Yeah, he has a valid point. Valid. It's a valid point. I, I can't disagree with what Hafiz said last night. Shout out to Hafiz from Saya Podcast. I love it, bro. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, man. Back dude, to you, brother. That's right. I it, Yeah, that's why I can't really choose code. As much as I want code, I wanted code from the beginning. But now, what Hafiz said last night, I can't. Now, I, I'm going to have to go with Sammy. <laughs> I think Sammy's going to fucking win this shit by accident. I think by accident he's gonna win it. Watch him, Bim, him and Jimmy be the last two. I mean, Jimmy or Jay, one of them, and then accidentally eliminate. And he's like, he's the fucking winner. I will be shocked that happens, man. I, the whole crowd and stuff is gonna fucking lose it, man. I, so I, I'm not too sad. He's like, 
I think it would have to come down to like Cody and Sami Zayn as the final two. So it's like, oh, Cody got this one, and then when Sami wins, that's when it's like, oh shit! I, I think Cody would get booed. I don't think Cody would get booed. Yeah, I do too. I do. Because so he's made a great point about how, how, how they're pro- over promoting uh, Cody Rose right now. Like it just seems like they're just shoving it down your throat. Yeah, mm-hmm. the exact same way. And you know, if they had, if they have that little matchup, it comes down to these two. I feel it's going to be like you know Ray Mysterio and Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. all over again. Yo, know, because Rollins over and the Usos are over and Solo's over and Heyman's over, but you know who the most over is? Sami Zayn. Better De Niro. Sami Zayn. Same with Man, they always go after the tag team titles and beat them. We we've been saying that, but the way how the direction is going right now with the storyline, it could change. They were I supposed mean, to go that route already. Not beat yeah. them, but they were supposed to go that route already, but. Sami Zayn is so over in this position. They're like, yo, why will we like rush that shit? Why, yes. why ruin it now? Like, it's fucking working. What about the I'm... Banger Bros? The Banger Bros. <laughs> <laughs> the Banger Bros. The Banger yeah. Bros. <laughs> <laughs> I see yeah. it. Hey, can I tell you bros, WrestleMania against the Uso. When I heard you guys, Banger I was the bros. When you when you and Feast talked about that last night, I was at the bar and oh, I was man. like, I was I. They were like, "What the hell is this fool's laughing about?" He's like, "You don't understand." I, like, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, because I know I'm gonna say it. Fucking remember once again, remind everybody here that we are. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong. We are Team MMA, so you know what, you know what, Tribal Chief and Messiah meant last night. Go watch the replay of the Wrestling Podcast. Is if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> for all your mature audiences, yes. <laughs> if you, the internet world is so crazy, right? Yeah, Bang Bros. There you go, uh, Banger Bros. I swear, I'll start laughing. Yes, Banger Bros. Put a picture on the screen now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, I'm gonna strike for that one. No, <laughs> you're not gonna do that. All right, women's side. We haven't chosen women's side yet. Or uh, anybody chose them? I mean, did you already chose yours, Sammy, as well? Or I might change mine to Sammy, but no, nah, I said probably the Rock. Co- the Rock, Rock right, or okay. Cody. So, yeah. yeah. Um, women's side. Um, for the women, I think that right now Rhea Ripley is the most over female in the business. So I'm going with Rhea Ripley. Like the way they rebuilt that character up with um with Judgment Day and like the whole mommy shit, like she's fucking on fire right now. And in her versus Bianca Belair again teased at war games. I think that it's only going to be one like option, like have her win and then her and Bianca have a fucking banger at Mania. Oh man. I me I'll I do want Rhea to be honest. I really do. I want Rhea to win. Um, now, because at first I said Charlotte, remember, because I thought Charlotte was going to come back and win it. But when that, what happened on SmackDown, she won the SmackDown Women's title. It changed everything. It changed a lot of things. <laughs> it fucking changed a lot of things. I'm going to have to go with Rhea, man. I think, who else could we name? I mean, I'm trying to look at the women's roster right now currently. Uh, there's really nobody that we could say that could win it. I'll be pissed. Pissed off if I don't think it's gonna happen, but if they actually make Ronda win it, 
and then I'll be pissed off after that. But I think Rhea should be the one winning it this year. Rhea's the one who should go. Maybe have Rhea challenging either Bianca, which should be Bianca, honestly, because that's going to build up a great, you know, man. Uh, then the five years ago, right? Uh, during the pandemic, pandemic era, right? So imagine that they both made a many main and Cobain invented their, you know, prospective mania matches and having them to face each other. I'll be loving it because, and you know, what the mommy, 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 oh, mommy, 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 my eyes, mommy, my eyes, mommy. <laughs> Get I, me out of jail, mommy. I love mommy. it. Get me out of jail. I I need Rhea Ripley to win this one. I think Rhea is a perfect choice right now. I that's just me right. Now. I can't think of anybody else. I mean, Chop Chief, TK, whoever wants to take over. I don't know who you guys can think of. Yeah, I got you, man. It it was uh, <clears throat> like three weeks ago. I was like, it's Charlotte all day. Charlotte Bianca is going to be fucking awesome. The two most the two most athletic women in the WWE. Can't wait to see him throw down at WrestleMania. It's going to be dope. Obviously, we know what happened. And then, Ivan, you said it. Ronda lost. It could be Ronda. Ronda comes back. We get Ronda Charlotte. Ronda pops a big rating on social media. She's a click. She's a name. You can pop that. Ronda Charlotte one more time. Nobody wants that. I mean, I'm fucking beating a dead horse here. The only answer, one and only answer, is Mommy. It's Rhea. Rhea wins. Rhea, Bianca, the two fucking most, like, pieces of prime rib when you're looking in the fucking female women's division. Like, you have, like, the four horse women, obviously. Like, they're that. And then you have others. But you want, like, the good pieces of meat. You want the prime rib. Like, you want that. It's Bianca. And then it's Rhea. And they were the prime rib in NXT. And they are the fucking prime rib in the main roster. And we've been waiting for it when they were the final two in the Royal Rumble. I think it was either last year or the year before. We've been waiting for this. Now we get the prime rib versus the prime rib at WrestleMania. When it should go. Sign me the fuck up. Those two beautiful, sexy women beating it. It, Let's go. Rhea wins it. It's Rhea all fucking day. And if Rhea doesn't win it, Rhea Bianca still fight at WrestleMania all day. That's it. <laughs> oh, fucking love Tim, man. Or Cut it, baby. In the street, the prime rib. The meat. The yeah. Meat. The prime Hitting fucking it. rib. And the street profits will be in the corner while Judgment Day in the other corner. And that's what street profits are doing at Mania time. And it is what it is, but. Hey, could be doing nothing, right? Tribe Chief, you're the best for last me, hermano. I think this You're not. She's been killing it with Judgment Day, killing it with the whole Don Mysterio dynamic, what they got going on, too. Uh, killing in the ring. Uh, she had the intergender match with Tozawa, which is pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? So it was a great start. I like what she's doing. and But I'm, I'll am i go with a sleeper. I'm going to go with Liv Morgan. All right? <laughs> I think. 
like I said, I picked for my breakout star. I think this would be a great launching point. And she has history with Charlotte Flair. It'd be a great story match with that on the SmackDown side. We can get it to that. On, on the Raw side, we can always work ourselves to, you know, Rhea and uh, Bianca because they have history as well. So we can get, get that. But I think it'd be a good launching point from Liv Morgan's side, you know, not since she's a face to actually earn her, her championship way instead of just cashing in. Uh, but you know, with that Royal Rumble winner and getting that championship and having that match with uh Charlotte, I think it'd be a great point, a great launching point for her. Man, it's a great pick, I love it, dude. Great that pick, awesome. I love it. That's I love it, awesome. I love it, man. Jesus, man, I love it, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> what did Dan say? Oh, it was so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Time up, beating it. <laughs> yo, are there? Look at yo. Hey, you talk about that meat. No one. You know what I hate? And whatever. I guess it could be a good thing. I'm not trying to be like that creepy ass dude. But no one ever talks about Bianca's being sexy as fucking. I don't understand why, dude. She is fucking. Gorgeous, dude. Gorgeous. She no, no, no. Oh, fucking, uh, 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 dude, like. Hell, hell yeah. I Bianca is gorgeous, man. Everyone be sexualizing Rhea, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> is it's just the two of them, and plus the talent in the ring and the muscle that they bring. Oh, and now I'm saying fucking rhymes, but I'm saying <laughs> Bianca is as fucking gorgeous as it fucking gets, dude. And the fact that she doesn't get the fucking recognition that Rhea gets blows my mind, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, shout out to Dirty Dan. All right, look at that. Yep. Yeah. There you, there you go. Acknowledge him. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Why is it calling you Delvin, man? What's that fun? Where you got that from? Devlin's original name, Devlin. Jordan Devlin. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, you right? Yeah, that was JD McDonough. That's why. JD McDonough. Hey, that's what happened because you were calling him McDonough and then started calling you Devlin. <laughs> oh my god ladies and gentlemen this has been a fantastic time with my family here i know we're going to talk off air because that's what we do but for you guys we appreciate you guys for tuning in it is fantastic awesome three hours of great content with these three gentlemen here i just want to say first of all what a great start of 2023 to start it off with my tribal chief. I'm sad to start off with him. Uh, yes, we gotta put it up to you. Yes, sir. Because man, we can't do anything without you. The same with Banger Podcasting, of course. Can't do it. <laughs> Hold on, my God. Hold on. I have to read. This sounds like a new sitcom. Devin and Telvin, a dark comedy about a case of a mistaken identity. <laughs> oh, I can't, bro. <laughs> Oh, man. It's been a good time tonight. Saturday night. What the fuck, dude? Five hours. Of, yes, I know, because I'm not going out tonight. That's why, hey, five hours of podcasting with me, hey, why not? The wife ain't here. I'm okay. She's she's watching. Mm. But, mm, but I want to thank all of you guys, my family, my brothers. Thank you for taking the time to spend time with De Niro, myself. Love you so, guys, so much. At the bottom of my heart, man, you guys are my family. And we should do this more often. Like I said, 
uh, take at least once a month to recap of everything that's going on because this is the I'm gonna start calling it, this is going to be now a bloodline of podcasting. It doesn't have to be uh, here on the COD channel. It could be on mm. the Parts Wrestling Podcast. It could be at the Wrestling in This Podcast. It could be uh, Donald Domi here with us, but he's with us in spirit. Dom, of course, top of wrestling podcast at the Rewind Wrestling Network. It could be on their channel too. So keep an eye on that. But before you know, we end this, I'm gonna let everybody else here, you know, to let the people know where can they find you. So I started off with the, the banger. Hold on, I have to play for you. I have to because you know the, the banger. The, yes. the banger. The banger. Banger after banger. After banger, 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 after banger. <laughs> with that, with that prime rib, right? <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying, the two of them together. If you're looking at, you know, the four horse women have always been looked at the prime rib, prime rib of the women's division. Rib, we rip, rip. <laughs> We finally have more pieces of prime rib in that women's division, and that's all that matters. Before me, your boy, TK, the Wrestling Index. You can find me, floorslappers.com. You can find the channel, the Wrestling Index Podcast, on Floor Slappers YouTube, always live on Floor Slappers Twitter. The Wrestling Index Podcast has not one, but two, two new Permanent co-host Justin and Jeremy from the In Time Wrestling Podcast. They're coming and infiltrating the Wrestling Index. I've loved doing solo shows. I've loved doing collaborations. But I'm going to bring those boys on. We're going to be doing one to two shows a week. We're going to be doing a weekly wrap. And we will be doing a topical show. But we are not going to stop with collaborations. We will be bringing people on. So you guys, other guys, more people Bangers after bangers after bangers after bangers after bangers, making fucking Ivan laugh, baby. That's what we doing on the Wrestling Index podcast. I'm Floor Cyber Sports YouTube, FloorCypherSports.com. Your home for sports, wrestling, entertainment, and it's did much last seven days, but we are going to be popping hotter than ever starting this week. Can't wait. Got to give my boy Joe a bear mad props, graphics, the works. FloorSleperSports.com. Check it out. The Wrestling Index Podcast. Check it out. Ivan, I love you. Thanks for having me. De Niro, you are my motherfucking boy. My tribal Mm -hmm. chief. Throw it up. And Ivan, all I got to say is this. I've always wanted to do an around-the-horn wrestling-type debate-type show. And while it shouldn't go four hours long like this to tonight, we have (laughs) the works with the people right here. Just got to get a buzzer. Alternate host. How you mm-hmm. do? For you fans out there, your boy TK, I'll let my guy spit. Love you guys. But yeah, I like love you, TK. Said, we love you, TK. Slapping, it, slapping is in TK. his name, just saying. Uh, floor Slapper Sports sponsored by Purdue Chicken and Prime Rib. <laughs> that prime Rib. That prime and that means I'll be making a lot of money. So I will take that shit. All day. All day, I'll take that shit. Oh, yeah. Slapping y'all fit. Prime Bria. <laughs> oh, beef ribs. You see those two women? Ow. Ow. <laughs> Bianca. Oh. Tenero. Take it away, bro. Where can they find 
besides the rest of the DeLorean here on the COD, but your social media is my brother. Yeah, I mean, mine might be the easiest to find because you just see it on this channel right here. So, yeah, Wrestling DeLorean Podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Circle Debate YouTube channel. Social medias is Wrestling DeLorean Pod on Instagram, W underscore DeLorean Pod on Twitter, and the new TikTok, the Circle Debate TikTok. I'm going to be, you know I mean, running that. We're going to do short clips inspired by our boy right here, Devin. You know I mean? The, the Clark Street shorts is literally the coolest fucking shit on social media so we we not stealing the idea but you know i mean it's an homage to you guys so thank you i appreciate everybody love doing this with you guys you guys are family love you guys yeah man like i'm i could go another five hours if y'all were down we could if i'm down but you know we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk we'll, we'll, no 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 we'll, we'll talk i don't know if the missus wants me to go another five hours but uh, i could go we'll, another <laughs> We'll, we'll talk off air in a few like, when we're done. But yes, Ivan's like, I'm done, bitches. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not. I, I'm not done yet. I mean, shit. It's Saturday, bro. I'm. I'm. I'm alone. So there you go. But other than that, I had to save the best for last, ladies and gentlemen, because I need to all of you once again to please acknowledge me. You have to acknowledge this man, honestly. Get the ones up because he is the tribal chief of podcasting. He is the one that gets us going with his energy along with the Messiah, the Messiah podcasting. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. My my tribal chief, let the people know where can they catch you? <laughs> Ivan, thank you for the fantastic hospitality, sir. I appreciate it, bro. You are definitely family, man. We are brothers, just like you said, man. Uh, you are for real, man. So much love. Love you so much, man. Uh, shout out to my tag team partner, brother from another mother, the Messiah Hafiz, the Nigerian Nightmare. You can always catch the podcast on the various social media platforms. We got Facebook. We got an awesome Facebook group, Clark Street Wrestling Community. We do a lot of live discussion threads, too. Go down on Monday, go down on Tuesday for NXT 2.0 and 2.0! Friday, <laughs> Friday as well. Shout out to our admins that run it, Chris and Christian. Y'all do good work, so shout out to them. And of course, we can't forget about our merch. Got our get your merch, people. Merch. Get your merch. Got your t shirts right here. And if you're down in Australia, if you're down in South America, all right. Get your ass off the hot ass sand. Yeah, look, and get the Clark Street Wrestling Beach Towel. Okay? Beach get the Clark Street Wrestling Beach Towel. We up here, up up north, Chicago suburbs, like TK. It's cold as hell, 32 degrees. Get your Clark Street Wrestling hoodie. Stay warm. Stay. Toasty. You have it ready? Yes, I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. We have it. We have it. He was like, oh, you're on point. And then the alley you was like, yep. oh. And Exactly, you already know. Hey, yeah, that's right. Virtual fist bump for that. Virtual fist bump for that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes, stay warm, stay toasty. ClarkStreetWrestling.com forward for slash for 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 your pleasure. And just let everybody know a little update. I did find out the website is down, but since it's over the weekend, it will be running back up Monday, first thing in the morning. <laughs> So you get all your, your needs, but you can still find us on other platform platforms, YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, all that good stuff. All right. 
CarStreetWrestling.com. We'll be back up and running. Bo, yo, pleasure. Pleasure. That's right. It is decided. It is decided. But before we end here, we, we got to do this for Hafiz, guys. It's always Dom and Devin, myself. We got to do this for Hafiz. We got to sing the Seth Rollins song for him. So we got to <laughs> do it for him, man. Come on, let's do it for him. Come on. Yeah, you ready? Messiah. Messiah. Yeah. Ready? Brother. One, two, oh. three. Oh. 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 Damn, for you. No one, it's funny because nobody was on at the same point. So it's like. I am not a singer. I did that solely for fees, just so you know, because I'm not a singer. And I did it live he, on there. He's like so out of sync. We tried, yes. man. We tried. Bro. It was perfect, then. It was perfect. We were so out of sync, then it was perfect. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. I put my heart into that perfect. shit, just so you know. <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big I wish you were here, but I know that you know you're out there. But yeah, you should have been man. here, Bakley. Bakley, you should have been here. Yeah, right by my side, right, right here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't. I can't. No, no, thank you. No, I'm just. <laughs> no, a prime rib should be right next to you, my brother. I'm just saying, yeah. two pieces of prime rib like that. Oh no, I said it a bunch. I'm done. <laughs> prime rib. He's like, I. <laughs> or I mean, I could have just went like that. I mean, what? No, this is your thing now, Tim. No. <laughs> you banger podcasting. Banger, 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 banger. Those kick thighs just clanking, dude. Oh, <laughs> God. Rian <laughs> Bianca? Fuck. Sex. Oh. Oh, I fucking love it. Man. I love it. The digression oh. is <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, oh shit! The wrestling is in order. Circle debate, Clarkson Wrestling Podcast, the Wrestling Index Podcast. We don't know just the podcasting, and of course, Cage Mike Cube. Of course, you too, Bakley. I haven't forgot about you. Someone clips you. We are gonna do that. You're gonna to stop. We gotta clip it. I love it. But man, we don't know just the podcasting. Whoever wants to say it. What do we do, gentlemen? We don't watch this podcast. What do we do? We, we make history. history. I've never said it before. I do. I'll <laughs> throw my one up for my tribal chief. Yeah. Must be Juju. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh, my God. It's so good.